Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Announcer, and welcome to the Wednesday morning edition of the program. Are you going to sing a song or something, or can I just go back to work? Go back to work, please. Fine being artistic, just not on this show. Eh, well, we can be as artistic as we want to be this morning. All right, go take a seat, Simon. I found that quite annoying. Well, I'm glad you did, because I didn't. It's 6.07 this morning, Mr. Clock, please. It's now 6.07 a.m. 6.07 a.m. on the Blended Show this morning. Having my baby What a lovely way Saying how much you love me Having my baby What a lovely way of saying What you're thinking of me I can see it Your face is glowing I can see it in your eyes I'm happy and knowing That you're having my baby you're the woman I love, and I love what it's doing to you. Having my baby, you're a woman in love, and I love what's going through you. The need inside you. 6.09 is the official time on the Wednesday edition of the Get Up and Go show. Bonnie Ashley to my left, and Philly B is behind me this morning. And folks, before uh, I, I just want to disclaim this song: No, I'm not going to be a father again. <laughs> oh, we thought you were, Evan. Yeah. Oh, we, hell we were, no, we were hoping that the stork was arriving. Well, he no. already has like I don't know what twelve kids, something no, like that. You it's know, just not happening. You know what's Sorry. what's funny about that song by Paul Anka is it was controversial at the time. Mm-hmm. Very controversial in the 70s. You know, people should have let that go because he actually wrote that one for his first wife, yeah. Anne. Yeah. Well, and since, how dare they? Well, since we're talking about babies, um, you know, Maury Povich is the king of um, uh, when he was on the air. He, you know, they had those paternity tests. Yes. And he used yeah. to, uh, you know, you are not the father or you are the father. And I, I was saving this for um, uh, for stupid news, but I figured, you know what? There's no time like now time since we're talking about babies this morning. The uh, Denver Zoo finally announced an answer to its recent orangutan paternity mystery with the help of the one and only Maury Povich. Now, he's 84 years old, and he hosted the daytime talk show Maury for 31 years. Yes. I'm not going to go into more detail about that. I'll save the rest of the story for stupid news. But they enlisted Maury Povich's hope with trying to figure out who the father is of this orangutan. <laughs> Listen. Now, we want to thank the Denver Zoo for everything they do. But this is really important. Yeah. When it comes to the orangutan, four-month-old Cisco, Barani, 
You are the father. <laughs> Daddy orangutan. I I have seen it all. I I have seen it all. They have resorted to Maury Flippin Povich. I love that. <laughs> to decide who the father is of the four-month-old orangutan. What zoo was that at, Evan? Some Does, Denver zoo. In Denver? I, I think wow. it was in Denver. Oh, that, that's perfect to invite Maury. And <laughs> that just... Get some more publicity for yeah, right? the zoo. Didn't sit right. By the I'm way, he, he is married to Connie Chung. Yes, I know that. Yes. Yes. Murray Polvich. Yes. And, oh, by the way, um, you played uh, Paul Anka, Having My Baby. Yes. So um, I mentioned he wrote that song for his first wife, Anne, with whom he had five daughters. Mm-hmm. And one of those daughters is now married to Jason Bateman. Really? From wow. Ozark. I'll tell you an even more funnier story, but then again, you're going to think I'm creepy when I tell you the story. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Way back in the day <laughs> when Y100 used to play that song. Uh. Down in Verami, uh, Y100 was, uh, their slogan back in the day was, I listen to the new sound of Y100. Yes. Uh, one of their top jocks was Robert W. Walker. Mm-hmm. In fact, G and I had him on as a guest about a year or so ago uh, on the program. And he was at my holiday party, come to think of it, Bonnie. And was I went, he? Did, yeah, I, he did was I meet him? He was the guy with the, the must, mustache. The mustache. Yeah. The long hair, he looked like a hippie. Oh, okay. And I was one of his interns oh. when I first started in radio. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Y100, yeah. Was he wearing some cool sunglasses? Yes, yes. Hippie looking with yes. the shades yes. on? Yes, and he had a hat on, too. I, I have a picture with me, him, and G together. Do you? Yeah. All right, well, pull, it up, party. On, pull yeah. it up on your phone, show Bonnie. She'll remember who it is. So anyway, while you're looking for that, um, uh, back in the day of the Y100 days, I think I was like 15 or something, I had uh, gone down and taken a tour of the Y100 studios. Nice. And that's what got me hooked in radio was when I was like 15, 16 years old. I had met Bill Tanner, uh, Tanner in the Morning. He was the program director back then. He became a yeah, big shot consultant. I've heard of him. Yeah, very, very well known. There he is, Bonnie. You can see. There's Robert W. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there. Okay. So, anyway... So I got, and then I met he this. He does look hippie <clears throat> looking. I, then again, I met this girl. Um, nice picture, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I met this young lady uh, by the name of Allison Canner. And she was back then known as a phone turkey. <laughs> they called them phone turkeys because they answered yes. the phones. Yes. They answered. They had people answering the request lines back in the we day. We didn't call them phone turkeys well, where I'm from. Well, oh. back in the day, the phones were, you know, radio was very caller driven way back in the day in, in the mid 70s, like 75, 76. So they had people answering all the request lines for them. And it was really yeah. hard to get through to the DJ unless it was like a contest or something. So I met Allison Canner, and um, we became friends. And I had I developed a crush on her. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and I would call. How much the, older was she? Than she you was were. about. She was about sixteen. She was about sixteen. <laughs> and you were. I was fifteen. 15? Yeah, I was fifteen. Okay. Oh. So I kept calling the radio station, 
and try to get them to dedicate that song to uh. her. <laughs> Wait, now was she 16 and she was a DJ on no, the No, she was a phone turkey. Oh, oh she was one of the she phone was one turkeys. Of the phone turkey. They hired yes. them young. Yeah, they then. did. Yeah, cuz oh, yeah, I did it when I worked there. Oh wow. Yeah, I did it there too. Yeah. So I had this massive crush on her. So much that I was like, God, I'd love for her to have my baby one day. <laughs> so I start calling the radio station and calling all the DJs. I'm like, could you dedicate this song to Allison from Evan, please? Oh, my gosh. And they were, I never got it dedicated. I was just heartbroken. <laughs> and here's the, here's the even better one. I found her on Facebook a month ago. Oh. And we reconnected. And now we're friends, and we talked on the phone, yeah. and we we actually talked about that moment of when I would, you know, how I had a crush on her, mm-hmm. and how I dedicated, so, so we became friends on Facebook, which is kind of like, it's, did, it's Now, do you cool. still want her to have your baby? Or no. No. <laughs> no. Because Rachel has had one of my four, and Paula had three of my hey, four. I've got a great story for Please you. Please share uh, it. It's, yes. a good, it's a morning of, of post-Christmas stories. Yes. This, this is a funny one, All right. and um, that reminded me of it, your situation. So right. we were back at Coast with Coast Radio Days. Right. Um, I don't know if G can remember this or not, but we worked with a guy by the name of Tony White, and um, he would bring his son to work quite often. Not only did Tony work there, but his wife was working at the same station with us as well. So I get an email Mm -hmm. um, from the desk of Tony White. It says, hey, I think you're beautiful. Do you want (laughs) to do dinner? Would you like to Oh, so he hit on you via email. Wow. Wow. it wasn't him at his little boy that he was bringing ah. in had a crush. Oh. And, and the little boy um, sent it via mm. his dad's computer. Gotcha. <laughs> How old was the little boy? He might have been about, you know, only eight or nine. Wow. And he had a crush on you. And he had a crush on Bonnie Ashley. Wow. So then it was a big like, wow, I'm, why would Tony? And so now you, now, now you think that Tony is secretly hitting on you without his wife knowing who works in the same Same building building (laughs) when it's really the kid. Yeah. It had come from their son. OMG. So tell me me the investigative work that went into this. (laughs) Because I want to know the meat and potatoes of all this. Rockford Files here? I'm Rockford Files. (laughs) I want to know what happened after the email was received. If I can remember right, I think I went straight to Tony and asked, what? What?" Did you slap him? um, Like, what ah! are you doing? (laughs) Bam! uh, Your wife is in this building. And between Tony and I, we figured it out that his son had been on on Dad's computer. Oh, wow. (laughs) Gotcha. So his son tried to make the connection through his dad. Wow. <laughs> That's a smart eight-year-old yeah. kid right there. Do you have a radio story to share, Phil, and anything well, that Well, when I might... worked at WIOD, uh, when I was Neil Rogers' producer in Oh, boy, days, keep it clean. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Phil, Phil keeps it clean. Yeah. I actually went on a date uh, with the midday girl at, it was, uh, South, it was actually South Florida's coast. Ninety-seven point three. Oh, I remember Coast ninety-seven point three. Yeah. Okay. 
And uh, so I. So you asked the midday girl out? Yes, on I a asked date. the midday girl out, and she just went, no, and turned around and walked away. Oh, what? That was it, yeah. How old were you? I was 19. And she was? She was, uh, I think, 18 or 20, something to that nature. She was around the same so age. So they had a young midday girl? Yes. Okay. And she dogged you? Yes. Just she, flat she out, no. She lasted four weeks there, by the way. She should have been a nicer midday girl like I was. <laughs> because, no, not to brag, but here's another story. In the past, I did go out with a date, on a date with a fella that was, um, do you call it mentally challenged now? Is that um, the right term- terminology? I think, I, did he have a disability? Yes. Like autism or something like yeah. that? Okay, all right. Um, okay. So he had a crush on me, Miss Midday, and okay. we went to see the movie Aladdin okay. together. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with stuff like that because, no. you know, I, I've read so many cute stories um, about there are kids with disabilities, and they'll ask a – and I don't want to use the term normal person because to me – a, a child with a disability is normal in my eyes. They just have a slight handicap. And um, I've heard so many great stories of, you know, the homecoming dances and the proms and these um, kids that have these disabilities, learning disabilities or whatever it may be. They could have autism. Yeah. They could have um, Down syndrome, whatever it may be. Beyond the spectrum. Yeah, exactly. They'll ask like a cheerleader or something to go to the homecoming. And the girl or whoever it is they ask will say yes. Mm -hmm. And they'll go and they'll be that person's date. And it's strictly just a friendship thing. And I've seen videos and it's the most beautiful thing. And that's why... That's why, and this leads me to what I'm about to say, the event that I do every year that Phil's going to be helping me with this year, um, I do Tim Tebow's Night to Shine. And what it is, uh, that's, that's the guy's eight-year-old kid trying to, <laughs> to message you right now. He just heard. <laughs> she got I'll my answer text. this right on the air. Just answer it on the air. Put she it on speakerphone. Who is it? Is it, is it Gary? It's Gary. Oh, hi, oh, Gary. Put it on speakerphone. Yeah. Let's put him right on the air, Bonnie. I don't know, I don't know if he wants to be on the air. Oh, jeez. Oh. So I was Gary's hoping, I was hoping to talk to her while she was oh, talking to him. He's saying he can't hear us on TuneIn. Oh, oh well, I, I'll have to figure we'll have that to out. We'll have to look into I'll it. Look in, I'll look into that, Gary. I will look into that. <laughs> I will no, definitely no, not an that. interruption at all. I'm just about to do the news. Yeah. So you called right Only on doing time. a radio show. <laughs> this is live radio. I mean, this is what live radio is Merry Christmas. Love you. Love you too, Gary. Merry Christmas, everybody. I'm checking, I'm checking the TuneIn app right now. All right. So anyway, back to where was was, awesome. I just completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I just lost oh, my train of thought. Sorry, we're, what were no, you looking? Oh, the tune-in. Um, I'm, I'm checking tune-in right okay. now. Okay, okay. So there's uh, a commercial. There's the commercial. There's the commercial. Oh yeah, that will work always on there. Yeah. All right, so let's see if it's going to work here. We're going to let the commercial go by. Yes. And we'll see what's happening here. Three seconds. Two seconds. One second. Okay, let's see what we have. And we'll see what's happening. Okay, so the tune-in app is working. Okay. Oh, okay. Yay. All right. Could be user error. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> might be. Yeah. Right, Maybe he didn't have just... his coffee this Gary morning. Gary hit the play button. Yeah, uh, we have no <laughs> idea. Oh, I guess. Oh, I'm thinking. I didn't think he was up till seven, but. Oh. Uh, no, okay. maybe maybe he is up this early. All right. 
So anyway, back to my... Well, my, obviously my... he is because he just called yeah. me. But... <laughs> so anyway, so I was talking about um, Tim Tebow's Night to Shine. Yeah, I do this every year. And I, I volunteer my time for Tim Tebow's Night to Shine. It's kids that have um, disabilities. They're either autistic, they have Down syndrome, or whatever it is. But it, what it is, it's their prom for the night. They're all crowned king and queen for the night. So... They each person is assigned what's called each kid is assigned what's called a buddy, and they have somebody mm-hmm. with them throughout the course of the evening. Now, mind you, there's like 400 kids and 400 adult buddies. Wow. Okay. That's and a, some that's of these ki- some of these kids have boyfriends and girlfriends mm-hmm. as well, and to watch that moment when it's time to crown the king and the queen of the prom, they're all crowned king and queen and their buddy is holding on to their um their little tiara for the girls or the the crown for the guys and at that defining moment the buddy crowns the person that they're with and they're all crowned the king and the queen of the prom and then tim tebow comes on the video screen and he speaks to everybody and the kids go nuts and then they just they just dance the night away. What a happy occasion! It really it's yeah. a lot of fun. Bonnie, you got to come by and see this I know, thing. I'm telling I know. you. When is it coming round again? Um, it is in February on uh, Phil. You should 16th, have the date, right? Something like that. Let me look. I'll give you the date real quick. It is. Let me see. Do 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 February. It's the um, drop off. No, that's drop off Kaya. Well, in February, okay. We I it's can look February. it up. It's in February. Uh, it is uh, probably around Valentine's Day, no? Um, give me a minute. I'll get when's Valentine's Day? The fourteenth. Yeah. yeah, February fourteenth. Uh, how 14th? could you forget when Valentine's Day is? Shame on you. Phil. I do something special every year for my wife do on you? Valentine's Day. Do you? Yes, what I do. You do? I take her to Win Dixie and I let her look at the lobsters in the lobster tank. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> how February February ninth. Oh, okay. February ninth. So, I'll mark it so down. Anyway, while Phil is uh, taking Veronique to the lobster tank, <laughs> we're going to go over to the news tank right now, where Bonnie is news swimming. I'd rather go to the Bass Pro Shop tank. There you go. Oh, we get there there to go. jump in. Yeah. yeah well, there's, Enjoy the there, view. there's all sorts of weird things happening at all the different <laughs> Bass Pro Shops. Bonnie, what do you got for news this morning? Thank you, Evan. A series of new laws taking effect in Florida as we ring in the new year. The legislation was signed by Governor DeSantis earlier this year. Some of the measures include requiring more local officials to disclose their financial dealings, expanding the move-over law for disabled vehicles, and tightening pretrial release options for certain felony offenders. It will also allow sheriff's offices in seven counties to handle child welfare cases. The new laws will start being enforced Monday. I'm Larry Spillman. Police in Port St. Lucie are increasing patrols in the town park community of Tradition. WPTV's Joel Lopez reporting from there. At Tradition in Port St. Lucie. I've been here for a little under 10 years. People like Malik Mawat say they moved in from Miami to get away from traffic and crime. I want to keep it... um family-friendly and safe. But a shooting and thefts in the town park neighborhood... Very surprised. ...has raised alarm for both locals and police, and they're taking action. Seeing the police um, being around is very good. The crime growth is not. Port St. Lucie police say they have 24 officers assigned to the district that includes town park. 
and are now ramping up bicycle patrols in the neighborhood. Port St. Lucie is the safest city in the, in the state of Florida. For John Crisula. But now you see everything that's going on right now, and you're kind of wondering, is it still the safest city in Florida? He says he went through the sheriff and police academy to volunteer as a citizen patrol. No, I think they need to look at the big picture. I mean, we are getting more and more people coming in all the time. Police say the added bicycle patrols in Town Park will continue through the new year and have been doing outreach to locals who are concerned about recent crime in the growing city. I anticipate it to keep growing. In tradition. But... I hope that it's a growth that's sustainable. Joel Lopez, WPTV, News Channel 5. Police are investigating an officer-involved shooting after a reported shoplifting at a food market gas station in Fort Pierce on Tuesday morning. The incident occurred at a gas station near the St. Lucie County Aquarium. The suspect was arrested after several shots were fired, though none hit the officer. Deputy Police Chief Kenny Norris said at a news conference the unnamed officer returned fire in the incident and the suspect suffered injuries that are not life-threatening, Norris said. Incident occurred at gas station near St. Lucie County Aquarium. The shooting occurred near Museum Point Park. A large police presence was seen near the St. Lucie County Aquarium, though police said there was no danger to the public. And Matt Napolitano... Napolitano, an anchor and reporter for Fox News Audio, died on December 23rd in New York City after a short illness. He was 33. Napolitano had been with Fox News since 2015, starting out as a writer for its Sirius XM channel. Fox News headlines 24-7. He quickly advanced to serving as a sports reporter for the channel. He left the company as a full-time employee for a few months in 2022, but returned in November of that year as Fox News stepped up plans to expand its audio content operations. It's 628, our news time traffic and weather together. And Evan Nine takes a look at your sports. Thank you very much, uh, Bonnie Ashley. And... um well, there's some football stuff we're going to talk about in in a few moments. We're going to uh, bring up the Lenny's Pick'em League, and uh, we're going to discuss some of our picks. But recently, on the Pat McAfee show, uh, let me pause this here if I can get this to do what it needs to do. There we go. Uh, Cleveland Browns quarterback Joe Flacco has no hard feelings against the New York Jets, who didn't re-sign him after last season and also didn't bring him back after Aaron Rodgers suffered a season-ending Achilles injury in the season opener. Flacco and the Browns host the Jets Thursday night with a chance to clinch the team's first postseason appearance since 2020. Uh, So on the show was Aaron Rodgers recently, and he voiced his opinion uh, about the whole entire situation. Let's listen. How impressive is it to watch Joe Flacco play, coming off the couch, taking driving his kids around and all that stuff he talked about early in the year, and then now how productive he is being on the field. Like, Could you describe how difficult that might be to someone that, that doesn't really understand that? I don't think anybody can understand it unless you, you realize how difficult it is uh, when you get older just to kind of stay in shape if you're not working. And I'm assuming he was, he was working, but, but to not have any training camp, uh, any off season and to just come in off the couch and be able to, to play like he's played. Um, I look at the first game he played and I feel like they went right down the field on one of the first drives, if not the first drive, and he threw a, you know, a kind of classic, uh, Joe Flacco, uh, one ball for a touchdown. And, uh, that probably, uh, got him going, got him going pretty good. But Joe, Joe is one of the prettiest, uh, throwers of the football. I think that, uh, I've seen in our time, 
you know, he's got kind of that, uh, that longer delivery, but the ball comes off nice. You watch what, what Coop did uh, in the game. I mean, he, he was fantastic. 265 yards receiving is ridiculous. But uh, Joe has always been a great uh, deep ball thrower, and he had a couple, uh, obviously, dimes. Uh, look, I mean, look at that, just like uh, deep out. Um, here's the awesome throw. You know, put some top on it, and then letting Coop just to use his body and make a play. Um, always been a, a fan of uh, of Amari's and uh, and happy for Joe. I don't really know Joe personally. I've uh, kind of run into him a few times over the years, but but always uh, am told that we would uh, be friends if we spent spend time <laughs> together for whatever that means. Yeah, there's Aaron Rodgers with his comments on that whole entire uh, situation. Uh, Bonnie, we have uh, football coming up this weekend, and of course, uh, Lenny's Pick'em League, and uh, you were actually making your picks this you know morning, I finishing com- up, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I completed them all, all already. I'm haunted by my last week picks, because I missed like six of them. You know, mm-hmm. I did the early games, then I went to do the three Monday night games, I missed a lot of those in-between ones. Right. And, uh, oh, Mr. G would be proud right now because all my 16 are complete. They're finally done. So are you going to pick uh, Cleveland over the Jets then yeah, I'm tomorrow going, night? I'm going with Cleveland over the Jets on Thursday night football. Um, let's kind of just tick through and uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it. Dallas uh, is at Detroit, it looks like. I'm hoping I'm reading this right. Uh, Detroit is actually at Dallas. Oh, Detroit but, at Dallas. Okay. But, um, All right, go ahead. That's going to be a tough one, but my decision will be, uh, since Dallas fell apart last mm-hmm, week, mm-hmm. Um, I will take Dallas at Dallas. Okay, we got New England at Buffalo. How about those Buffalo wings? Yeah, how about those Buffalo wings? I'm going with Buffalo. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with Buffalo. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go down the line a little bit. Okay. Uh, it looks like Arizona at Philadelphia. Uh, I'm going with the Eagles. Should be a no-brainer, right? Yeah, I'm going with G's Eagles on yeah. that one. Uh, Miami at Baltimore. That's going to be an interesting game I because had a hard Miami's time. already clinched. I've had a hard time choosing that one, mm-hmm. and um, but I'm going to go with Baltimore at okay. home. All right, and uh, let's see. Pittsburgh at Seattle. Uh, what do we got there? I'm not sure yet. That's no? the one I'm going to have to go back and maybe change or rearrange. Flip a coin. I don't have a final answer for that. Flip a coin. <laughs> uh, and then uh, lastly, Green Bay at Minnesota on New Year's Eve. Kickoff is at 820. Now, can you imagine if that game goes beyond midnight? What a New Year's Eve. Oh, my gosh. Right? Think about that. If the game goes beyond midnight, it starts at 820. So it would be like a three-and-a-half-hour game. Wait a minute now. Is that is that our time? Uh, well, it says 8.20 p.m. Let me see. Let me find Let is me that, find that uh, Green Bay. Um, Minnesota. Yeah, because the other games are at, uh, yeah, that, that's got to be our time because there's all these 1 o'clock games on the 31st. Wait a minute. Yeah. I'm, still, I'm still trying to find my uh, Green Bay, Minnesota. I picked Green Bay to win. So, um, oh, I got oh min- yeah, that, I got that is, you're right. That is going to roll around. Oh, no, it should roll around our time about uh, 520 or 620, like it said. I know we're we're an hour apart, I think, from Minnesota's time. Oh, They're okay. central. All right. So, either so it's fi- not an 820 Either kickoff. 530 or 630 p.m., I'm, okay. I'm, uh, I'm assuming. All right, very that, good. But I'm, but I'm going to go with Green Bay on that. Okay. And, uh, Evan, too, I've got some NBA scores from last night. Please talk to me. Uh, 112 
uh, to 118 with the Nets winning over the Pistons. The Magic beat the Wizards last night. Uh, the Chicago Bulls, 118-113 over the Hawks. Pacers upsetting the Rockets, 123-117. to And uh, Grizzlies over the Pelicans by a hair. That score of 116-115. to uh, The Thunder win. The Jazz win over the Spurs. The Trailblazers, 130-113. to They beat the, the Kings. And the Hornets falling to the Clippers, too, last night. 113 to 104, Evan. All right, very good. 635, we'll have a look at traffic and weather together next, coming up. right now, time for traffic and weather together. It's all brought to you by Seacoast Air Conditioning, your hometown air conditioning company. Since 82 for repairs or a whole new system, call Seacoast, 800-551-6606. Only one accident to report out uh, there right now. It's up in Vero Beach, 95 northbound, mile marker 155. There's a vehicle crash, roadblock in that area, so do use caution. Otherwise, Florida Turnpike looking real good this morning in both directions from Fort Pierce all the way down to the Jupiter area. Remember, if you see something, say something and give us a call. 220-9788-220-WSTU. It is currently 59 degrees under mostly cloudy skies here on the Treasure Coast. Time for your first check on weather with WPTV meteorologist Steve Villanueva. Hey there, everyone. Steve Villanueva here, starting off with some patchy fog this morning across South Florida. Temperatures, for the most part, in the lower 60s. Now, as we head into this afternoon, it's going to be very pleasant. We're talking daytime highs, middle 70s, a very seasonal day, partly sunny skies, low humidity, just a really nice afternoon. Now, overnight tonight, more rain starts to move on in. So the morning commute tomorrow will be slowed, and it will be cooler tomorrow, too. We'll have rain through about 2 o'clock, temperatures mainly in the 60s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Steve Villanueva on WSTUAM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station.
Let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here are your hosts. Time now, 6.40 on the Get Up and Go Show. And normally at this time we do our uh, viral video segment. And I, I don't know if this is a viral video or not, but I was watching. I'm a huge fan of uh, Family Feud. Yeah. And I came across a clip this morning that was hilarious. And I want to dissect the entire clip. It's like three minutes long. And I'm going to pause it periodically uh, and, and, you know, the three of us are, are going to dissect this clip. So it's, it's a clip from just a couple of weeks ago, Steve Harvey, and he is an, an amazing host of this game show. And wait till you hear the question he asked. Let's listen. We've got the top seven answers on the board. If no one saw you, what would you love to ride on in the nude? A bike. All right. <laughs> ride in the nude okay we're we're each going to answer that too in just a little bit so let's let's get through this okay a bike it was on the board yeah in the car, in the car. says the that, car that i can understand so the car was not there but the bike was okay <laughs> wouldn't that hurt I don't know. It would be painful. All right, here. Let's continue on. We're going to play. Now the family's going to play. They hey, think Sam, they got how this. How are you doing today? Steve, how are you? All right, darling, if no one saw you, what would you love to ride on in the nude? An airplane. <laughs> airplane. Okay. Airplane's not there. It gets kind of cold sometime for me on an airplane. No I wouldn't want to be on the nude in there. The okay, here we go. A boat. A boat. A boat. Okay. She wants to go on a boat. That, yeah. A boat. Swimming. So you can go swimming. Okay, so the boat, yeah. the boat was there. The boat uh, that would, makes sense. That would be doable. Jump, jump off yeah. the boat naked into the yeah. water. Okay, yeah. here we go. Karen? Yes. So, Mother Karen, if no one saw the you. Mother. What would you love to ride on in the nude? The kids are listening. 
Notice he said the kids are listening, asking the mother what she wants a ride on in the nude, and he throws in there, the kids are listening. Yeah. Let's see what she says. I'm going to say a horse. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> She's going for Mr. Ed. So, okay. <laughs> She's Lady Godiva. Yes, here we go. She has great chocolate. <laughs> Steve likes that answer. A horse. Yeah. A horse. Okay. It's a horse, of course. Especially when it goes into the gallop. You feel like you're just flying. That would hurt. A trot would hurt more. I'm going to say a motorcycle. A motorcycle. He says a motorcycle. Now, wouldn't that hurt also? All right. Let's see if that's on the board. Keep it clean. Oh. Okay, so motorcycle was on the board. Somebody should say like an exercise bike. Okay. I wonder if it is. We're going to get there. Once again, with that hurt. <laughs> Here we go. If no one saw you, what would you love to ride on in the nude? A lawnmower. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, that uh, would be yeah, a that, little that would interesting. Be per- I would ride on a lawnmower in the nude. You get you get tan that way. I was about ready to say With that. With no yeah. tan lines. John Deere. A John Deere. You're taking care, care okay. of the lawn. Okay. All right. Here we go. John Deere. Nothing rides like a deer. There you go. Got to be careful. Phillips family can steal. If no one saw you, what would you love to ride on in the nude? Uh, A roller coaster. A roller coaster. Now that's a thrill. That would be fun. Right? Could you imagine riding Tron in Disney World (laughs) in the nude? (laughs) All right. Here we go. That was on there. More like more like uh, a coaster. Two strikes. Let's be careful. They got two strikes. Family can steal. If no one saw you, what would you love to ride on in the nude? A pole. A pole. <laughs> she picks She picks a pole. Well. How do you ride? A pole is what you slide down. Uh, you can't. Uh, well, yeah. Just use your imagination. Yes. Okay, here. Listen. <laughs> a pole. Of jobs available. <laughs> Kelly wants to ride a pole. <laughs> Wasn't happening. Okay, Tracy, if no one saw you, what would you love to ride on in the nude? A surfboard. Good answer. Good answer. A surfboard. Yeah. Uh, no. Surf naked. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. Six. Hotty Batati. Oh, number four. Jet ski. A jet ski. Now, jet ski. Wow. We were, uh, you know, wouldn't that hurt too because you're getting pelted with water? Yeah, one would yeah, think. That would, uh-huh. that would hurt if um, it was, if it was yeah. raining. Yeah. One would have a better time if they like went uh, canoeing in the nude. You know, like canoeing together. Okay, so now now we're now we're gonna. It's the moment of truth. We're all gonna give our answers. Nudist I'm gonna camp. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go first. Okay, and I I would say if if I could pick one thing to ride in the nude, it would be a merry-go-round. 
great. I got like an image in my head On a carousel? On a carousel. On one of the horses? Yes. Yes. I got an image in my head now. You're silly. I'm you around. With nobody else around, though. The park would have to be closed. What kind of music would be playing on that carousel? A horse is a horse, of course, of course. <laughs> Roller coaster. Yeah, there you go. All right. Love, love. Phil, Philly, Phil, what what would yours be? <laughs> um, a scooter. A scooter. A scooter. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean one of those like the two wheel that the kids? Yes. Okay, that's interesting. Yes. Oh, All right. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Bonnie? You could get some air that way, but not <laughs> too much air. Yeah. You know, it depends like, on if like, you get a, a, a you tailwind can, or a, a headwind. <laughs> tailwind? You can move as fast as kind of move as fast as you yes. really want to go, not yeah. as yes. fast as that's true. like being on a motorcycle. Okay. Or air out. All right. You know. Bonnie? The lady already gave my answer on Which the feud. It, it would be a lawnmower. A lawnmower. Yeah, if I had uh, like huge walls around my uh, lawn area. So nobody know, that, could see. Uh, huge fences up. Okay. And, um, Privacy fence. You know, definitely I wouldn't want any kids being able no. to yes. peek in. Oh, but, heck no. Um, heck no. Yeah, get mowing the grass, uh, getting the tan. Now that would that would be interesting, but I wouldn't. Now that would probably be a second choice for me, but it wouldn't be riding and steering. It would be pushing oh, the push lawnmower okay. that uh, has the wheels that move it. Yeah. So you don't have to, you know, exalt exult yourself. I think that's the word I'm looking for. Um, You're so pretty you, daring, Evan, because yeah. um, you know what I'm picturing a um, the don't, push don't, mower. Don't even picture it. It has that blade down below. Don't even picture it. <laughs> don't, I don't want to see him weed whacking. Pretty- no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Just absolutely. I like how he not. goes there, and then we go we go with it, and then yeah. he tells us stop. No. <laughs> Alt, stop. Yeah, yes. uh, good morning. You're on the radio. So I was half paying attention, Evan. You're like going to cut the lawn nude. Is that what you're going to do? Well, I don't know if you heard the whole the whole thing no. how it all started, Charlie. Um, well, Steve Harvey, Steve Steve pole. Steve Harvey uh, was on Family Feud, and mm-hmm. the question was uh, name something that you would ride in the nude, and they had all these oh, different various down, answers. Mower. A sit down mode. Yeah, sit down. A sit down mode. Yes. And yeah, Charlie's right with me there. You don't want to dangle to the dingle, you know? No, no, no. <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. You, you just had to go there. He just had to go there. Oh, well. Lord have mercy. This show is just. By the way, folks, we're a blended show this morning. G is on vacation, and he will be back not next week, but the week after next so uh make sure and, and tune in in the meantime Ooh. you've got myself and bonnie and every now and then uh phil pops in here once in a while and and adds a little life to the show normally phil would be doing phil's taste test today but since uh uh he couldn't find anything to get here in time for the holidays well there's no phil's taste right, well, test. so I'll, somebody but, bring him something in to eat no, yes but the, the top 10 list is good this week oh that's today. right that's yes, right did you tell me what it was or no, uh, it's a surprise. No, it, well, no, I didn't get a chance. That's why I called you last night. Uh, so. I was in bed. I He's went to bed at 7 last leave us night, on Bonnie. Edge. Really? I gave you the category. Yeah. I was exhausted. I, I went to bed pretty early, too. I was exhausted. Yeah. I was okay, so real quick here, before we get to news, um, I have the top five worst holiday specials ever on TV. Okay, top five worst holiday specials ever on TV. All right. Number five, 
the Victoria's Secret fully clothed holiday special. Yeah, what's the point of that? Exactly. What is the point of that? Um, to check out maybe the latest styles of um, but it's what the, the Victoria's girls are wearing with Victoria's Secret. But when Secret. they usually do their fashion show. Yeah, they usually you know, yeah. they're in like, lingerie. It, yeah. It's the worst, the worst holiday specials on TV. Number four, how George Santos stole the Grinch's Christmas. What? Yeah. I, I don't get that one. Um, number three, um, an Aquaman Hanukkah. What? Aquaman. What? what? Wait, wait, is, wait, is this a real list? Um, number two, uh, Rudolph the Nosebleed Reindeer. Yeah, yeah, hold on. This isn't a real list. No. no. I'm already saying because like, the Star Wars holiday special yeah. was like the oh. one of the worst yeah. things ever. And uh, number one, it's a joke list, by yeah. the way. Number one, the real housewife of the North Pole. <laughs> and there's your uh, there's your five worst. Uh, well, the category for the top ten list today, yeah. just so you can ponder what could be on this list. Okay, something to think about. Top ten signs that you are at a lame New Year's Eve party. Oh. Oh, they're very timely then, as yeah. um, a few of us are going to go to I like a that. New Year's Eve yes. party. I like that. All right, uh, 6.51 right now. Let's go to the news desk. Bonnie has these stories. Well, in Pinellas County, a 23-year-old woman is dead, and one of her teenage brothers is accused of killing her, while the other is accused of shooting him in retaliation. Sheriff Bob Gualteri says Avril Baldwin was carrying her 11-month-old child while telling her 14-year-old brother, Demarcus Coley, to stop fighting with his older brother over who should get more Christmas presents. DeMarcus then moved toward Abrielle and shot her in the chest with a 40 caliber semi-automatic handgun, again, while she's carrying the baby. The baby was protected by a carrier, but Baldwin was fatally wounded in the chest and lungs. The sheriff says DeMarcus's 15-year-old brother, Darkus Coley, then took out his own 45 caliber handgun and shot his brother. Police are investigating an officer-involved shooting after a reported shoplifting at a food market gas station in Fort Pierce on Tuesday morning. The incident occurred at a gas station near the St. Lucie County Aquarium. The suspect was arrested after several shots were fired, though none hit the officer. Deputy Police Chief Kenny Norris said at a news conference, the unnamed officer returned fire in the incident, and the suspect suffered injuries that are not life-threatening. Incident occurred at a gas station near St. Lucie County Aquarium. The shooting occurred near Museum Point Park. A large police presence was seen near the St. Lucie County Aquarium, though police said there was no danger to the public. Post-holiday travelers face more than 30 delays at Palm Beach International. WPTV's Jessica Bruno was there. There are quite a few delays here at PBI today, and experts I spoke with say this could continue later on this week. Could have been worse, but it was an unexpected delay. You know, those are never fun. From rental car delays for the Sherry family visiting from New Jersey. Even though we prepaid, there was actually no rental cars available, and they said it was at least two hours until it would actually be available. Two flight delays for Charlene Furman's granddaughter. The flight was supposed to take off at 6.30 from Westchester Airport. It did not, and then it was delayed till 8.30. Then it was 9.15 and then 9.46. Post-holiday travelers are having to do a lot of waiting. Other flights from Westchester, which were supposed to leave after her, got in before. But there's about three flights from Westchester that are coming in all within about an hour. According to a post on X by the Tampa International Airport today, 
the FAA implemented a delay program impacting some Florida airports, something they often implement on days with high air traffic volume. But remember, air travel is up 12% from even last year. It's even past the numbers from the pre-COVID times. Travel and aviation expert Pete Tribuco says if you're traveling this week, be patient. Get to the airport at least two hours before your flight and check your flight status frequently. A lot of times you'll go to the airport, you didn't look that morning, and unfortunately uh, it's, it's going to be delayed several hours. Tribuco says the worst day to travel this week by plane and car is expected to be Thursday the 28th. So, if you're hitting the road or the skies that day, just be prepared. That's what it is with flying and just deal with it and don't get upset. If you want to fly, just relax and go with the flow. At PBIA, I'm Jessica Bruno, WPTV. News Channel 5. And AAA says gas prices are holding steady with a statewide average remaining at 312 a gallon. 655, we'll take a look at our traffic and weather together for you next. is the time right now. We're checking traffic once again. Nothing out there to report on the highways and byways. Everything looking real good. The kids are out on holiday break. So do use some extra caution out there as a lot of kids will be riding their bikes and, you know, walking around, crossing the street. So please, uh, you know, heat on the side of caution if you would. If you see something, say something. Give us a call. 220-9788-220-WSTU. Still 59 degrees under cloudy skies right now here on the Treasure Coast. Time for another check on weather with WPTV meteorologist Steve Villanueva. Hey there, everyone. Steve Villanueva here, starting off with some patchy fog this morning across South Florida. Temperatures, for the most part, in the lower 60s. Now, as we head into... This afternoon, it's going to be very pleasant. We're talking daytime highs, middle 70s, a very seasonal day, partly sunny skies, low humidity, just a really nice afternoon. Now, overnight tonight, more rain starts to move on in. So the morning commute tomorrow will be slowed and it will be cooler tomorrow, too. We'll have rain through about two o'clock. Temperatures mainly in the 60s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Steve Villanueva on WSTUAM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station. And that weather report brought to you by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield, helping families take control of their health for more than 76 years.
new sink and faucet to upgrade your current kitchen or bath. Or if you're planning a full 100% makeover, European Kitchen and Bath will help you from start to finish. European Kitchen and Bath, serving the entire Treasure Coast. Visit their website, europeansink.com. The Get Up and Go Show would love to hear from you live on the air. Give them a call at any time. Now, let's get back to the program. Time now coming up on uh, 7 a.m. right here at WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next. Then hour number two for me and you, Linda L. Salisbury, our resident expert on plant and gardening and lawn care. She's going to be coming up here just after the news. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station, WPSL Port St. Lucie, the talk of the Treasure Coast. Get the real facts about 
about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare information guide absolutely free. Call 800-919-3200. That's 800-919-3200. President Biden spent Christmas at Camp David. This morning, he and the First Lady will head south.
probate, estate planning, real estate, divorce, family, adoptions, and business law. We have seven attorneys here to help with these areas of law. My email address is Travis Walker at TravisWalkerLaw.com. Or you can call us at 772-708-0952. Again, that's 772-708-0952. Or visit us at TravisWalkerLaw.com. Keep calm and trust Travis. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts. Oh, thank you very much, Madam Announcer. It's a blended show this morning. How hard is it to talk into a microphone? Not too hard at all. You just press the button and engage your tongue. It's a really good way to start the show. Yes, it is. Does someone need a hug? Yeah, we always need hugs around this darn place. It's 7.07 this morning, Mr. Clock. Would you please do the honors? It's now 7.07 a.m. Mr. Clock says it's 7.07 a.m., and that means it's time to get the show on the road. guest Bonnie Has this song fits her perfectly because no matter what she does it's always an unforgettable moment yes a very unforgettable sound of a chainsaw yeah, too. especially <laughs> when she starts that bad boy up Linda L. Salisbury our resident expert in lawn and gardening otherwise known as the plant lady aka chainsaw mama Good morning, Linda. Good morning. See, that's that what that's you're looking for. Very unforgettable. It's, it's, <laughs> I hear it wow. in my sleep at night. It's very, uh, <laughs> very unforgettable. That darn chainsaw keeping me awake. Oh man, I have dreams about oh, that damn no. thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> oh boy, there she goes. Holy mechanoli! Linda, calm down. All right. Well, what can I say? Anyway, good morning. Well, top of the morning to you, Linda. Good morning. Who knew that I was a, a sound effects maven? I'm telling you. Who knew? We got all sorts of sound effects. You from can you. just throw your voice uh, at us anywhere, from everywhere. <laughs> you can. <laughs> so many talents. She's a pro, let me tell you. Definitely so. So uh, let's uh, let's get back on topic here. You know, we always kid around oh, with okay. Linda. Um, Linda, you have a picture up here. Um, and it, the, uh, it reads, what an amazing discovery. Scientists have discovered that ants are collecting the grains and seeds they need for winter break 
those seeds down in the halves before storing in their nests because breaking them in half keeps them from germinating even through the rain and the most perfect germinating conditions. Tell us about that, please. Yes. Uh, I'm astounded by nature. You know, every day I learn something new. And this, the first part is, I kind of knew that, that they broke the, kind of. I knew that they took uh, seeds into the their nests and that they didn't grow, so therefore... They must do something to them. Well, the thing that astounded me about this posting is that the coriander seed will germinate if it's broken in half. Mm. So the ants break them into four parts, and they won't germinate. But, like, how do they know that? How do the ants know? Exactly. I mean... They identified the coriander seed separate from all the other seeds that they gather, and they broke it into four parts. And I just, I'm sitting here all by myself, nobody can see me, shaking my head at the wonder that they knew how to do this. That Mother Nature planted the seed, well, fun, in their brains to, to put it in four parts. Isn't that amazing? It was some pretty astounding stuff there. It's it really amazing, is. yeah, that they they just know that they that's that's so. There's a How, lot. There's a lot to learn from other well, creatures. Well, the ant is one of the considered yeah. one of the most astounding uh, insects because they can carry up what like twenty times their weight and, and what yes. something like that. Yeah, <laughs> they can. They have like a major strong backbone. Believe it or not. Yes, and you see them. See pictures of them where this little itty-bitty ant is carrying this gigantic piece of food, and it's like, whoa, <laughs> something in their fulcrum. Now, Linda, let me ask you a question. How do these little creatures know all of this stuff, though? It has to be planted in their DNA. I mean, unless an ant college that I don't know anything about. but it, You mean there's an ant university? <laughs> I heard of that one. Yes. <laughs> My aunt yeah. went there. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There we go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> go now we're getting going this morning. Fist bump body yeah. this morning. All right. Wow. Now we're talking. Aunt and I think there. Adam Ant went there at two at one time. That's two in a row for Bonnie. All right. All right, Bonnie, third one's a charm. Come on. Come on, Bonnie. you got to have the third one. Um, I'm off my ante right now. Thank you. <laughs> and while you're doing that, you're playing the song Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> Too Proud to Beg. <laughs> oh, Lord, the show's derailed already. Yes, All the right. show has gone to the ants. <laughs> Linda, how to, tell us more about your, your beautiful uh, hidden camera that's in the birdhouse. Uh, do we have well, any new video as of yet? Because I don't see well, anything posted. I'm, I'm I'm at failure time. It's out of seed, and it was so dark yesterday. The solar power didn't charge it. Oh so, no! No, I don't. Um, but I know what's wrong, and I'm going to go out today. So, more. so your I camera wanna... is powered by solar. Yes, it okay. has a battery for backup. Okay. Um, but I I didn't drain the battery. I'm envious of there this. There was nothing. Um, the I'm... birds weren't out really. It's it, 
you know, I can see the camera for, uh, from my my big old chair. You know, not only and, the uh, uh, bird, the cardinal that we're seeing up front, it looks like, Linda, but it looks like there's like, it's like a trail cam, like you can see into your backyard there. And I'm wondering yes. if, what if you woke up one morning and watched it and saw maybe like a uh, bobcat cross through there or something? Wouldn't that be I'd incredible? Inside. Pardon? I'd stay inside. No, I would stay inside, too. <laughs> that would be my advice. Yeah, you don't want to go out there and pet it or anything. <laughs> like, it's, oh, it's, feed it. It's the seeing the animal lover in me, you know. I would just like to, it'd be kind of cool to see one, though. You know? Yes. I, now, I'm, I, I look at the ones that don't appear to have any birds on them. because, And my neighbor's cat comes over. He's a little orange kitty. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's a nice little boy. But he comes to visit. Okay. So, now, uh, Linda, I, I have to I have to ask you, where did you get the bird cam and bird house at? Because I'm contemplating on getting one. I already have 16 cameras in my house all around. So what's one more? Yeah. Why not? Why not? I, uh, so what was the question? I'm sorry. I'm so excited about <laughs> thinking about more bird cams. Where where did you get your bird camera at? I got it at on Amazon and the brand name of mine. I don't mind giving it out cuz I'm so excited about okay, it. Okay, tell us. Solomon, S O L I O M and uh it's just it's it it's easy to use. I'm learning. It's it, if you get the sequence of things that you poke, correct. It does all kinds of things. And uh, and I'm learning it. Now, the, the I have to get in? a manual, but uh, okay. Now I've I found Solomon bird cameras. Yeah. Okay, I did, and they're about uh, anywhere from 150 to 200 dollars. Does that sound about right? That's right. Okay. Right. That'd be worth it. I mean, that that's oh, 150 yeah. isn't now, is a bad price. Now, is the camera price. built into the birdhouse? Yes, it's built right. I'm going to show you, Phil, here. Right. Let me click this Oh, right I can here. show um, Phil from this angle over here. Okay. See there where she is. has cool. her birdie. And then ah. there's a little trail down there. I was. She's got, a, like, a little pathway ah. down there. So here's the pictures of it right here, of the actual. You can And you can take the camera out. Oh. You know, if you want to, just for whatever reason, take right. it out and put it somewhere else for a day or two you certainly can oh that is so and well worth it then so That's it's a 10 so cool. 1080p Towards high definition night version bird watching wi-fi camera with artificial yep. intelligence identity to identify birds <laughs> Jeez. this thing's got ai in it like that it can, I, it can identify yeah. the species of the bird bonnie can you yeah. place it anywhere or does yes. it have to be around like your house area like if there's a trail down the street from my house and i want to see what kind of critters come, um you gotta have it night? within wi-fi reach oh, oh okay yeah. i thought you were gonna spy on your neighbors or <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Well, you could do that, but I don't recommend it. No, <laughs> no. we and, definitely you know, don't recommend it's, it's that. It's mesmerizing. The first uh, two or three days I had it, I I couldn't cook dinner. I couldn't do anything. I just sat there. And I mean, you know, look how it has a library. Uh huh. So even if you're not watching, it's uh, it's motion activated, and the library keeps track of all the birds, squirrels, whatever it sees. And then you can go back and either save them or erase them or send them to your friends. And I just find that a fascinating feature. And I, I had one in like a couple of hours. 
I had ten squirrels. You mm-hmm. know, so I kind of have <laughs> well, gotten rid of some of the squirrel pictures because well, I don't need ten. That was my question: Was you have a problem with squirrels going up there and getting the bird food? But I don't care. Okay, you know, she doesn't care. They're critters. She okay. loves critters. Gotcha. Everybody can come to the feast, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, the squirrels well, will tear know that if I'm up. Inviting so. humans, but certainly the squirrels. <laughs> now, yeah. What if I climbed up there and started eating like <laughs> the, yeah, <right. laughs> the bird seed? Oh, I would pay to see that. I would pay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that I would. would I'd yeah. sell yeah. tickets. <laughs> I would sell tickets. Yes, that's awesome. That's better than Bonnie Ashley sings the hits. <laughs> Definitely so. Linda, let's get your information out there on if people want to reach out to you and want more information about anything that we talk about, especially that newfangled bird feeder that has the camera inside of it. Give out all your information so if people want to reach out to you and and get all the information about that and anything else pertaining to gardening. Yes, Linda Salisbury, L-Y-N-D-A-S-A-L-S-B-U-R-Y. That's my Facebook moniker. And I'm wearing a red dress with white polka dots, a pink hard hat, and I'm carrying vroom, 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 a chainsaw. You better and, believe uh, it. And my phone number is 206-909-7473. And text, please. Love texting. She loves texting. She loves texting. That's Linda L. Salisbury, our resident expert on plant and gardening uh, and just about anything pertaining to a green thumb. Linda, always a pleasure, and we'll talk to you bright and early tomorrow morning. Have a great day. Tomorrow. We'll talk to you tomorrow. To Bye-bye now. It's uh, 720 right now. Let's go to the news desk where Bonnie is standing by with the morning stories. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. Police are investigating an officer-involved shooting after a reported shoplifting at a food market gas station in Fort Pierce on Tuesday morning. The incident occurred at a gas station near the St. Lucie County Aquarium. The suspect was arrested after several shots were fired, though none hit the officer. Deputy Police Chief Kenny Norris said at a news conference, the unnamed officer returned fire in the incident and the suspect suffered injuries that are not life-threatening. Incident occurred at a gas station near St. Lucie County Aquarium, and that shooting occurred near Museum Point Park. A large police presence was seen near the aquarium, though police said there was no danger to the public. And police in Port St. Lucie are increasing patrols in Town Park community of tradition. WPTV's Joel Lopez reporting from there. At tradition in Port St. Lucie. I've been here for little under 10 years. People like Malik Mawat say they moved in from Miami to get away from traffic and crime. I want to keep it um, family friendly and safe. But a shooting and thefts in the town park neighborhood. Very surprised. Has raised alarm for both locals and police and they're taking action. Seeing the police um, being around is very good. The crime growth is not. Port St. Lucie police say they have 24 officers assigned to the district that includes Town Park and are now ramping up bicycle patrols in the neighborhood. Port St. Lucie is the safest city in the, in the state of Florida. For John Crisula. But now you see everything that's going on right now and you're kind of wondering 
is it still the safest city in Florida? He says he went through the sheriff and police academy to volunteer as a citizen patrol. No, I think they need to look at the big picture. I mean, we are getting more and more people coming in all the time. Police say the added bicycle patrols in Town Park will continue through the new year and have been doing outreach to locals who are concerned about recent crime in the growing city. I anticipate it to keep growing. In tradition. But... I hope that it's a growth that's sustainable. Joel Lopez, WPTV, News Channel 5. Thank you, Joel. Shoppers were busy Tuesday looking for day-after-Christmas sales and returning holiday gifts. Here's WPTV's Kendall Hyde. Well, tis the season to be jolly. It's also the season of returning gifts or just swapping them out. I had a chance to catch up with a few shoppers here at the Tanger Outlets, and they tell me that some of the items didn't fit. And some of them came in broken, so they were able to hang out at the mall and spend a little family time. The Tanger outlet is no stranger to large crowds and heavy foot traffic. But hours after Christmas wrapped up, customers feel those same stores set to either cash in on day after Christmas sales or return them, like Joshua Johnson. My wife and I actually, we always decide to go the day after Christmas to do shopping for ourselves because we like to make the Christmas day all about kids. Johnson is a father of two and he and his wife own several businesses. So they work Christmas Eve and day and let their kids enjoy the holidays. That's all about the kids, you know, and then we get them what we think they want, you know, and they like it or they don't like it. He says he and his wife dedicate December 26th to family time. To let them know that this time is very special and... And, you know, we really are grateful for having the time to be able to spend. Experts advise checking on the store's return policy before you head out. Consumer Reports list Macy's, Nordstrom, and Target is some of the best return policies. But for Gustavo Cavallo, he says this has been easy breezy as he was set to return yeah, his wife's Christmas deal. gift. Matter of fact, today I came for an exchange for my wife, a, a little um, gift that gifts to her. And uh, everything was perfect. Cavallo's wife and her daughter are going to New York in a few weeks. And he said his gift this year was the gift of warmth. So he bought her a guest jacket. But unfortunately, it didn't fit. There you go. That's beautiful. Nice coat from guests. This is going to be nice and warm in New York City. Now, many store owners here at Tanger Outlet say that they are expecting huge crowds, so they are advising shoppers to come by early or at least know that you're going to have big waiting lines. They said they want to make sure everybody is accommodated. So make sure you tell them Kendall Hyde sent you. Reporting to you at Tanger Outlets, Kendall Hyde, WPTV News Channel 5. And Santa Claus must have been too busy to deliver a big Powerball winner on Christmas Day. No ticket matched all six numbers drawn on Christmas, raising the Powerball jackpot to $685 million. Historically, there have only been three grand prize winners drawn on Christmas. The last time this happened was 10 years ago, December 25, 2013, when a lucky Powerball player in Missouri won a $71.5 million jackpot. The winning numbers in Monday's drawing were 5, 12, 20, 24, 29, a red Powerball of four, and Powerball drawings happen every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday at 10.59 p.m. Eastern Time. It's 7.25. We'll have weather and traffic together, and now it's sports with Evan. Thank you very much, Bonnie. Sorry, my finger was a little trigger-happy there while you were doing your news. I apologize. You know, it's history. Not many fans inside Little Caesars Arena were looking forward to to experiencing Tuesday night, but the Detroit Pistons could not avoid NBA infamy, dropping their 27th straight game with a 118-112 loss to the Brooklyn Nets. It's the most consecutive losses in a single season in league history. The 76ers have the overall record losing 28 straight, but that spanned the 2020-14 
2015 and 2015-2016 seasons. Detroit hasn't won a game since its home opener October 28th against Chicago and now is 2-28 and on the season. Entering Tuesday's game, Detroit Pistons coach Monty Williams couldn't avoid the topic, the all-time losing mark. Something he said he didn't want his name connected to, but it continues to weigh heavily on the franchise. Again, when you look at records, you think of coaches, but I'm sure the players don't want that attached to the name on the jersey, Williams said. Was it heavy? It's been heavy for a while. That's just the nature of this kind of losing streak, and it's not going to change because we're grading the level of it. And we've got to do what we've got to do to change it. Cade Cunningham, the number one overall pick in 2021, finished with a game-high 41 points to go along with nine rebounds and five assists. He had 37 points in the second half alone, but now has lost all 10 career games when scoring 30 or more points, the longest streak to start a career in NBA history, according to ESPN. After the game, Cunningham addressed the team passionately in the locker room about the things it needs to fix while telling teammates not to jump off the boat and to stay together as the losses continues to mount. 727 is your time right now. We'll have a look at traffic and weather together next. is your time right now. We're checking traffic once again. Everything looking real good on the Florida Turnpike and I-95. There are no delays out there, so you're looking real good. Smooth ride in both directions. All your side streets on the Treasure Coast are accident-free. Remember, if you see something, say something. Do give us a call. 220-9788. That's 220-WSTU. Holding steady at 59 degrees under mostly cloudy skies this morning here on the Treasure Coast. It's time for another check on weather with WPTV meteorologist Steve Villanueva. Hey there, everyone. Steve Villanueva here, starting off with some patchy fog this morning across South Florida. Temperatures, for the most part, in the lower 60s. Now, as we head into... This afternoon, it's going to be very pleasant. We're talking daytime highs, middle 70s, a very seasonal day, partly sunny skies, low humidity, just a really nice afternoon. Now, overnight tonight, more rain starts to move on in. So the morning commute tomorrow will be slowed and it will be cooler tomorrow, too. We'll have rain through about two o'clock. Temperatures mainly in the 60s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Steve Villanueva on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
The Get Up and Go Show would love to hear from you live on the air. Give them a call at any time. Now, let's get back to the program. This is not headline news. Timothy Chalamet says he's worried Wonka was a cynical cash grab. You'll get over that real quick, kid, responded Vin Diesel. A former Jacksonville Jaguars employee embezzled $22 million from the team. But that's nothing compared to what Aaron Rodgers stole this season from the Jets. A Texas woman found a possum in her Christmas tree. And just like that, Christmas dinner got a whole lot cheaper. Paul McCartney earns up to $600,000 a year off the song Wonderful Christmas Time. So at least we know now what our sanity is worth. This is not headline news. From not headline news to the stupid stuff. And now it's time for stupid news. It's so stupid and awesome. Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? Bonnie, cut his microphone off, please. You just got to see the visual on this. It is some... Um, it's a visual I don't want to see. Bill has the perfect face for the music no. he's making now. No. 
Or All right. It's now a tradition on this show. <laughs> yes. All right. So. Uh, first stupid news story. 32-year-old Heather Wright walked into a jewelry store in Alabama last Wednesday and told everybody happy holidays. Then she pepper sprayed everybody. Oh, Technically, it was bear spray, which is even stronger. It happened at a place called the Jeff Dennis Jewelers near Birmingham. She was there to rob them, but it didn't quite work out how she had planned. She walked in wearing a hoodie and a mask and said, Happy Holidays. I don't want to hurt anybody, or I don't want to hurt y'all, but I am. Then she started spraying the bear spray all around. Thankfully, everybody was okay, but Heather, well, she's not okay. The owner was there and pulled a gun on Heather and shot her in the shoulder. Oh. Uh, he says, Heather yelled, I don't want to. I don't want to die. Dropped her purse and she ran off with a gunshot wound. Police tracked her down at her home a few hours later and took her to the hospital, where she won't be having a very happy holiday. Well, this one, this one is for jewelry. It looks like she lost her bear rings. Her bear rings. Uh, Her bear necessities. She just couldn't bear the situation. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Our audience can't bear to hear any more. I know, right? Oh, boy. All right. By the way, just so everybody knows, too, we had some we had some technical difficulties in the first hour this morning. So I, I just found out that uh, we were not airing on WPSL. But now we are. Uh, everything is fixed. And now we are on both stations. So it is a blended show. G is on yeah. vacation. That's why my Gary called this morning yeah. and said, hey, I'm, he wasn't hearing it on tune hear you on tune And he probably went to WPSL to listen. And yes, that's why. Absolutely. So, OK, so this story, I'm going to give you the full story now. Uh, the Denver Zoo finally announced an answer to its recent orangutan paternity mystery with the help of the expert himself, Maury Povich. Povich is 84 years of age, hosted the daytime talk show Maury for 31 years, and the show was most famous for the segments where the host would announce the results of paternity tests with the catchphrase, you are the father or you are not the father. I did that pretty good. Not bad. Uh, The Denver Zoo posted a video to Facebook showing Maury Povich bringing an end to the mystery of which of the zoo's male Sumatran orangutans, 30-year-old Barani or 16-year-old Jaya, fathered four-month-old orangutan Siska. So with that being said, here's the audio. Now, we want to thank the Denver Zoo for everything they do. But this is really important. I thought it was going to say it's ridiculous. To the orangutan, four-month-old Siska. Barani. <laughs> There's a picture. You are the father. And all the zoo people. All the, the crowd goes nuts. They were going nuts. The crowd goes crazy All over the it. employees <laughs> were lined up. You could hear them all. They all yelled, Barani is the father. Evan, um, since we're on um, stupid news stories, yeah. um, I found some some stupid things that travelers did too this past year. Oh boy! And uh, this was a good one. They may not have been doing it for the benefit of social media, but one group of young adult males got into trouble in the UK's Lake District. Mm-hmm. So you have um, an open ravine with a trail, you know, like a trail that you're 
You're like the Grand Canyon. Yeah. So these uh, young adult males are traveling, walking on it. Uh, the area is known for its beautiful panoramas, but for this group, natural beauty wasn't enough, and they decided to amp up the experience with magic mushrooms. What? Ooh. And volunteer rescuers were alerted to them by passers-by and found the group <laughs> who appeared to be disoriented. Oh, my. <laughs> Due to the magic and mushroom. I, I got to show mushroom. you the picture. Were there um, Smurfs there, too? That would be a, kind of a scary place to be disoriented where you get into Yeah, you could just go right down the pretty, edge there on the right. Pretty wow. high areas. Oh, my. Magic mushrooms. Ma- <laughs> that's better than the magic dust. The magic mushroom. Yeah, the magic mushroom. Wow. All right. Oh. That's a, that's, I wouldn't want to be on that trail. Magic mushroom. Uh, Metro officials caught a man accused of inappropriately touching a woman commuter at the Majestic Metro Station this past Thursday. They subsequently handed him over to the police, whose preliminary investigations indicated that the man had a history of offenses, primarily in theft cases. He had been previously arrested by officers from the same police station for a theft-related incident. The man claimed that he did not intend to touch the woman, but accidentally did so while attempting to pickpocket the woman. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Wow. you... How could you not touch a woman when you're pickpocketing no, wait, her? So wait, he said he did not intentionally touch the woman. Intentionally. Until, until he pickpocketed, pickpocketed so he did, her. So he did intentionally want to touch the lady, but then he claims he didn't. Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe his outcome was, the official outcome was um, not intentionally to touch her, but just um, pickpocket her and get the money. Yeah, so he I, had I don't those know. Kind of reservations. I'm not getting him. I'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> no, on this one, no. Sorry. Uh, lastly, a 23-year-old woman here in Florida. I'm sorry, a 23-year-old man here in Florida named Anthony Lessa was arrested last Friday after a drunken outburst at a restaurant which included throwing gator nuggets. Now, we've all heard of chicken nuggets, but these were gator nuggets. They're just like chicken nuggets, but with alligator meat inside. (laughs) Well, chicken does taste like gator. I've, I've had never a, had gator I've before. I've had gator tail you before. You should that for Phil's taste test. Actually, I've never I've, had that. Actually, I had that at the uh, Tampa Bay, the uh, fair over in, in mm. Tampa one year. We had okay. a gator tail. It, it, it is Gator's very much like, okay. like chicken. Gator's. All right. Now, when somebody confronted the man, he ran over to a life-size manatee mannequin, which was outside the restaurant, wearing a T-shirt that says... Did someone say tacos? According to the report, <laughs> Anthony then began to sexually molest the manatee outside the restaurant. I've dated a few manatees. You have? <laughs> yes. Was the last name manatee? Yeah, probably. Somebody have that last well, name? Well, thankfully, they didn't get any more detailed about what happened. The police showed up. And charged him with disorderly conduct, disorderly intoxication, and disturbing the peace. He was booked and released into the county jail. And according to the internet, he is a student pilot at a flight school in Martin County. Oh, boy. Yes, a student pilot at a flight school in Martin County. So he... He, uh, I, I am I reading this right? Um, he had a drunken outburst in a restaurant. Yeah, 
which he threw the Gator Nuggets. He got upset, and then he goes outside and molests a a manatee statue out front of the restaurant. What is wrong with this man, <laughs> Bonnie? What is what is wrong with this? I don't. Man? He had too much Goldschlager or something. He. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Or maybe been. magic mushrooms. I don't know. Maybe, maybe <laughs> so. Magic mushrooms. I don't know. <laughs> um, it could have been. All right. Uh, on on that. <laughs> Evan doesn't know what to say. I'm I'm speechless. Okay. On on that note, I have um, a, a story that I found um, that I wanted to share. It, it, these are true facts. Um, a lot of people drink different things that stain their teeth. And from black coffee to red wine, the food and the beverages that you enjoy every single day can cause the pearly whites to become mellow yellows. While you certainly don't have to give up your morning cup of coffee or your evening glass of Merlot, if your teeth are discoloring, you might want to consider consuming less of these foods and beverages and thoroughly rinsing your mouth with water after you're done eating or drinking. So with that said, here is a list of the top 10 foods that are most likely to stain or discolor your teeth. Number 10 are blueberries. Blueberries. I've heard of that. You ever eat blueberries and they they make your, your teeth blue? Oh, quite often. Okay. Yeah. Tomato sauce is number nine. Uh-oh. Tomato sauce. How about balsamic vinegar? That's number eight. Yeah, because that's, that's brown. Balsamic yeah. vinegar. Soy sauce, number seven. I can see that. Now, that's very dark. That's like black, isn't it? Soy sauce. But um, who's going to just like take a teaspoon or a tablespoon of balsamic vinegar or the soy sauce? That's usually things that it's actually you're cooking in the food. with. Yeah. It's, it's in, in like the food. In your salad, yeah, it's in your salad. This is, yeah. I, you would think like blueberries, yeah. uh, straight blueberries would be yeah. like on top of the yeah. list. Popsicles are number six. Now, popsicles, I beg to differ. And the reason I say that is because some popsicles are white popsicles, like your lemons or your white fruit flavored or things like that. But the red popsicles, those will do your teeth in big time. Cranberry juice comes in at number five. Cranberry juice. Cranberry juice. juice. Now, I've drank cranberry Mm. juice, and I've never had a problem. I've never either. Like, my teeth don't show red right after I drink cranberry juice. Cola products. Coke, Pepsi, Dr. Pepper. They're probably going to be the most to rot your teeth in your gut. Yeah, yeah, definitely so. Uh, Red wine is number three on the list. That will do it. Merlot. Yeah, Yeah. Merlot. Merlot. Right after drinking Merlot, that's that's the worst. It'll redden your teeth and it'll uh, make you a little loopy. Number two (laughs) is tea. Believe it or not, hot or cold tea will stain your teeth. I never knew that one. Never knew that one. And the number one is black coffee. Yes, that I heard. Black yeah. coffee. No kidding. Yep, that's Bonnie's what, I, looking that's at what I'm doing every morning. Yes. But I use Ultra Bright, so uh, it keeps, them, uh, keeps that, them white. That Now, you know you can bleach your teeth. Yeah. There is teeth bleaching, I heard, too. I've never tried it. Um, I don't know how it works. Is it actual bleach? Or is it? Well, it a... has actually. There, I know there's like a peroxide. Mm-hmm. Does that like on uh, like mm-hmm. teeth whitening? Like Colgate makes right. one and it has like so yeah. much peroxide right. in it too. Maybe this is a doctor calling that can give us some insight into this. Uh, good morning. You're on the radio. Good morning. In Vietnam, a lot of the people chew 
betel nut, which numbs your gums and blackens your teeth. Betel nut? Betel nut. Betel nut. Is that like a, a fruit or something? Or? I don't know. It's called betel nut. And you could Bonnie, you could, could you Google, Google that? Probably. And just and Google uh, betel nut? It numbs because obviously, at least when I was there, they weren't having a lot of dentists things, you know, they were okay. involved in a war. Okay, well, inquiring minds want to know, and Bonnie, what have you come up with? It's a, it looks like it's some kind of a leaf package. Was was it leafy, Charlie? Yeah, 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 come to think of it, yep. It, leafy. It, but it was called betel nut. Okay, they, and that seemed... chew it. it, almost like chewing tobacco, but it had a numbing effect, kind of like what Hunter Biden was involved with, which destroyed his teeth. Oh, boy. You had to get political, didn't you? Oh, this you? is kind of funny. It says it's highly recommended for removing tapeworms and other intestinal worms. Oh, wow. And chewing this nut along with beetle leaf uh, serves, uh, It's you could like beetle nut is what it's called, or beetle leaf. Mm-hmm. So it could serve as uh, if you ever needed tapeworms removed. All right. Very it's good. It's also a strong digestive stimulant. That's our resident doctor, Dr. Palm City Charlie, on the phone. <sighs> Thank you, Charlie. It is 7.47 on a blended show this morning. By the way, we had some technical difficulties in hour number one this morning, but now we are officially blended on both stations. G's on vacation. He'll be back week after next. In the meantime, Bonnie is at the news desk with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning. Police are investigating an officer-involved shooting after a reported shoplifting at a food market gas station in Fort Pierce Tuesday morning. The incident occurring near the St. Lucie County Aquarium. The suspect was arrested after several shots were fired. Though none hit the officer, Deputy Police Chief Kenny Norris said at a news conference, the unnamed officer returned fire in the incident, and the suspect suffered injuries that are not life-threatening. Norris said, incident occurred at the gas station near St. Lucie County Aquarium, shooting occurring near Museum Point Park. That large police presence there, um, though police said there was no danger to the public. And police in Port St. Lucie are increasing patrols in the town park Community of Tradition, and WPTV's Joel Lopez reporting from there. At Tradition in Port St. Lucie. I've been here for little under 10 years. People like Malik Mawat say they moved in from Miami to get away from traffic and crime. I want to keep it um, family friendly and safe. But a shooting and thefts in the town park neighborhood. Very surprised. Has raised alarm for both locals and police and they're taking action. Seeing the police um, being around is very good. The crime growth is not. Port St. Lucie police say they have 24 officers assigned to the district that includes Town Park and are now ramping up bicycle patrols in the neighborhood. Port St. Lucie is the safest city in the, in the state of Florida. For John Crisula. But now you see everything that's going on right now and you're kind of wondering is it still the safest city in Florida? He says he went through the sheriff and police academy to volunteer as a citizen patrol. No, I think they need to look at the big picture. I mean, we are getting more and more people coming in all the time. Police say the added bicycle patrols in Town Park will continue through the new year and have been doing outreach to locals who are concerned about recent crime in the growing city. I anticipate it to keep growing. In tradition. But... I hope that it's a growth that's sustainable. Joel Lopez, WPTV, News Channel 5. 
And there's a new chapter in the legal battle between Disney and Governor Ron DeSantis. Disney is suing the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District. That's the board DeSantis and state lawmakers set up to replace the Reedy Creek Improvement District. It's 7.50 right now, and we'll have your traffic and weather together next. is your time this morning on a blended show. Let's check traffic once again. Everything looking really good out on the highways and the byways. Nothing to report out there. So remember, though, if you see something, say something, please give us a call here in studio, 220-9788-220-WSTU. Still holding steady at 59 degrees under mostly cloudy skies. This weather report brought to you by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield, helping families take control of their health for more than 76 years. Here's WPTV meteorologist Steve Villanueva. Hey there, everyone. Steve Villanueva here, starting off with some patchy fog this morning across South Florida. Temperatures, for the most part, in the lower 60s. Now, as we head into... This afternoon, it's going to be very pleasant. We're talking daytime highs, middle 70s, a very seasonal day, partly sunny skies, low humidity, just a really nice afternoon. Now, overnight tonight, more rain starts to move on in. So the morning commute tomorrow will be slowed and it will be cooler tomorrow, too. We'll have rain through about two o'clock. Temperatures mainly in the 60s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Steve Villanueva on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
someone in my family was diagnosed with skin cancer, I wouldn't care how nice the building looked or what was being said on the radio. I'd look for the best treatment options for the highest cure rates, and I'd find qualified physicians who could provide those treatments. I'm Dr. Tim Ioannidis. At Treasure Coast Dermatology, our board-certified doctors have the training and the experience to care for you and your loved ones. Don't come to Treasure Coast Dermatology based on our image alone. Specializing in the treatment of skin cancer, board-certified dermatologists, Treasure Coast Dermatology. In Ag News from the Southeast Agnet, nearly 300 million acres of farmland in America are expected to change hands in the next 20 years. As Randall Wiseman reports, this is why the American Farmland Trust and the USDA Natural Resources Conservation Service are teaming up on a new program. Well, as aging farmers exit the field, the future is uncertain for about one-third of the country's farm and ranch land, thus making this critical turning point for the land that they now steward. So AFT, in partnership with NRCS, has announced the new Land Transfer Navigators Program. It'll help existing farmers and landowners retire with confidence and help new, beginning, and underserved farmers gain secure, equitable land access. Land Transfer Navigators will build bridges between incoming and outgoing farmers, leveraging land protection as a strategy to facilitate successful and affordable land transfer. Learn more about this on our website, southeastagnet.com. I'm Randall Wiseman. Produce safety inspections are coming for farms that grow, harvest, pack, or hold fresh fruits and vegetables. Tell your farm meet the requirements of the produce safety rule. The Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services and UFIFIS are providing produce safety training sessions in Quincy on January 17th. Seating is limited. Sign up today. Visit fdax.gov slash fsma. That's fdacs.gov slash fsma. Countdown 24 is marching onward to Orlando, January 31st to February 2nd, 2024. Have your say in the future of the industry, network with fellow producers, or connect with friendly faces. Plus, the NCBA trade show will be on site with over 385,000 square feet of the latest and greatest in the cattle business to help your operation stay competitive and sustainable. Register today and learn more at convention.ncba.org. I'm Sabrina Halverson for the Southeast Agnet. Get ready for the Rolling Stone on the AARP Senior Moments Tour. I take lots of medication <laughs> to relieve my constipation. The Rolling Stones AARP Senior Moments Tour. Playing all of your senior moment favorites. Under my chair, I dropped the TV remote. <laughs> the Rolling Stones AARP Senior Moments Tour. Tickets on sale now. All shows start at 3.30 p.m. Somebody help me up. <laughs> because I'm falling and I can't get up. <laughs> you gotta help me up. There you go. Are you going to that? I think I will. I'll have to get my art magazine to go with it. I say you probably get a discount since you got art now. And weren't they playing at Coachella? And I heard people calling them Old Cella. (laughs) They're playing at Old Cella. Old Cella? Coachella Music Festival. Bonnie, you're full of like in California. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Old old Cella. Old Cella. But the Rolling Stones, um, I guess, well, they do have a new, brand new album out. 
They and, do? Yeah, this year they came out with an album, and uh, they were seen even in uh, New York City at a, uh, not a music festival, it was like a nightclub where they were, um, you know, playing some of the songs. Yeah. But oh, yeah, wow. And new material out by them, which I, I haven't taken a listen to lately. You, you know, it's funny. Uh, it, it's like the, the folks that we grew up listening to music-wise and everything. Like, for instance, Madonna had a concert not too long ago. They reviewed her. They called her Granny Gaga. <laughs> Granny Gaga. Granny Gaga, which was just funny because Lady oh Gaga gosh. basically stole Madonna's act. Yeah, you know? and, and I think, um, I don't think Madonna, that fared well with Madonna because she had something to say about yeah. that with uh, Lady Gaga earlier that she was kind of kind of copying her. Oh, yeah. Stealing. She, oh, she ripped off her act big time. But that, I can't yeah. wait to see um, Lady Gaga in The Joker. That movie's coming out uh, 2024. Oh. oh, really? So she plays Harley Quinn. Uh, oh, Cam- does she? Yes. Oh. So that's going to be um, fun to see her. Gotcha. See her in that with Joaqu- uh, Joaquin Phoenix uh, back in that as the Joker, too. Got it. That's going to be the movie. All right, we're going to take a short pause. Coffee break. Black coffee break for Bonnie. We're going to stain our teeth. Yes. Don't <laughs> worry, I brought my ultra bright. She has her ultra bright with her. We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station, WPSL Port St. Lucie, the talk of the Treasure Coast. Cliffy is going to go get himself a cup of coffee as well up uh, at the north end at his palatial studios. And we'll uh, get some bakes and aching down here. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Found the man. 
was stuck in the truck, unable to reach his phone. It took hours for crews to pull him out of the wreckage. He's now hospitalized with severe injuries. America's listening to Fox News. Did you know you can get your prescriptions for less at your local pharmacy? You can with GoodRx. It's the free app that can save you money on your medications. Just search for your prescription, choose the pharmacy and the price that works best for you, and then show your GoodRx coupon to your pharmacist at the drop-off counter. GoodRx works at over 70,000 pharmacies, including Walmart, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. And it works whether you have insurance or not. It's easy to save. Next time you drop off your prescription, check GoodRx. To start saving today, go to GoodRx.com. GoodRx is not insurance. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare information guide absolutely free. Call 800-919-3200. That's 800-919-3200. 800-919-3200.
Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. It's uh, hour number three on a blended show this morning. This show is Thank you. I appreciate that. You wake up in the morning, there it is. That's right, there it is. Ladies and gentlemen, in just a few moments, we start our daily broadcast. That's right, the daily broadcast gets started in just a few moments. It's 8.07, Mr. Clock, please. It's now 8.07 a.m. It is officially 8.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go show, blended this morning, of course. Speaking of my girl, my girl from Martin County, the uh, county public information officer joins us now all the way from Hotlanta, live on location at her in-law's house, on the balcony overlooking seven deer running around in the backyard. It doesn't get any beautiful, more beautiful than that. Martha Ann Kness joins us. Good morning, Martha. Good morning. How are you guys? We're great. Bonnie's good. I'm good. Phil's good. Is it? How cold is it? I don't know. It's probably only like 50s, but rainy. And and... You call that cold 50s? It was 59 oh, yeah. here this That's morning. That's cold. It is I mean, cold. compared to compared to what we have at home, right? This is true. <laughs> yeah. This is true. So set the picture before we get into our talking points. You are on the back balcony of your in-law's home. Yes. 
overlooking like I did the lake and you know trees wooded area and i just saw something move and there were seven deer out there so wow. cool yeah wow were there were there any bucks martha did you see any um, well, deer horns the last, the last one i saw they ha- it had antlers so only the guys have antlers right yep yes they true? do yeah they're the so bucks one. yep is yeah. that what they call a male a deer, little... a buck? Mm-hmm. Yes. I didn't know that, a seriously. Buck. And a female is a doe. Is a doe. And a doe, yeah. Now, Deerfield High, we were the home of the bucks. That was the name of our, uh, what our were mascot. You? Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. So, yeah. And um, there's like a lot of um, deer up in Wisconsin, so that's why they have the Milwaukee bucks. Ah. Oh, that makes sense. All right. Yep. So uh, what happened last week? Uh, were there any meetings that our listeners need to know about or any meetings coming up in the near future? We have a meeting coming up, but not next week. It's the second week of January. Okay. So that, that second Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. So no meetings last week. Kind of quiet. Um, kind of quiet, but we got a lot of stuff coming up, so it's good. Ready to start the new year. Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit about the anti-vaping video challenge first and foremost. If you would tell our listeners about that. Yep, I love that thing. Um, it's something that, um, vice chair, um, Stacey Hetherington heads up and it's just really to bring awareness and reduce vaping in Martin County. And it's for, um, students 13 to 19. They're encouraged to submit an original 30 second video by the end of January to promote anti-vaping. And then, um, they have some cool prizes and I think they usually, you know, put the video out on social media. So it's, it's really kind of a a fun way to, um, you know, use social media to get the message out to our, to our teams. All right. Very good. And, uh, the nature reset walk is, uh, is happening on uh, January 3rd. I want to do that. I want to reset. <laughs> That's at Hal Halapatioke Regional Park. Halapatioke Regional Park. Yes. Wednesday, January 3rd, 9 a.m., and that's with our um, our ecosystem and Discover Martin. So, you know, visitors and residents can take part. And they have these types of eco programs scheduled throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a great one on January 3rd. starts at 9 a.m. Um, it's a one and a half mile, really easy walk. Um, just enjoying, you know, sort of the, like here, you're enjoying the beauty that's around us that we probably just drive by you know, on a daily basis, and sometimes we just don't take notice of. So I think that's a really good way to start off our year. All right. There's also a public transit meeting going to be coming up in January also. Tell us about that. Yep. We had two of those in early December, and I think this is the last one. Um, They're really working to just try to get, you know, our our residents – what their needs are, what they, they their hopes are for public transit. So they're working on a long-term transit development plan, and they really just want residents' input. So that's Thursday, January 11th from 3 to 6 p.m. in the Village of Indian Town um, Council Chambers. So we've had, I think this is our third one, and they've been, you know, throughout the community trying to get different, different folks' um, input. So um, I would mark your calendar with that one. All right, very good. Book Mania coming up in March. That's always a fun event. I know. And um, I haven't gotten to go the last couple of years, 
but I really want to go to this one. It's um, Book Mania. It's put on, over, obviously, by our library system. They have authors that participate in um, panel discussions and just talking about, you know, different either well-established prominent writers or there's always some, some new ones in there. And um, it's just a, it's a cool way to connect with your library and the authors and they have some book signings and some of them are virtual, I think, but they have a, a really wide variety of, of, um, of ways to learn about authors and books. Are so, there going to be any famous authors at this uh, book mania? Yes. Oh, can you give us a little, maybe a tease? Um, yep. And if you click on that link, you can get a whole bunch more information. Okay. So, um, but they're, they're, they have a few authors listed and they're holding back a few, I think. Um, they have book signings by Kevin Seitz and Earl Swift, um, Sue Whittington, and it's probably a name that maybe Bonnie would recognize. Um, and this one I need to look more into. It's the author is Peggy Chittum and I don't, think I know of her, but Sea Stories, Fact and Fiction um, is a panel that she's going to be moderating. So I think that sounds interesting. They have thriller and suspense stuff, and then they've got, um, I don't know, I, I don't want to say self-help, but mm, like this is um, one of the other panels, Love, Friendship, and Ever After. So um, they've got Christy Woodson Harvey, who's author of The Summer of Songbirds. Um, they also have historical fiction, so they kind of hit all the main genres and, uh, you know, it's, it's sponsored and funded by our library foundation. So, um, they have a lot of cool stuff going on. Now, uh, you can also get a tote bag. Martin County Parks and Rec is hiring currently, correct? They are hiring. I think they're looking for, um, uh, recreation aids for their like after school programs for the the kids programs and they do some really neat stuff um, but they're looking for uh, what do they say some enthusiastic and energetic <laughs> passionate team members mm-hmm. um, you know it takes a kind of a special kind of person to be able to work with a group of kids every day and um, they do a fantastic job with the programs and services they offer so you can just click on the link on our homepage and um, see what see what they've got, what they're looking for. Talk to me a little bit about Youth Dialogue Day. That's happening in the month of January also. Yeah, that's toward the end of the month, um, the 24th, 24th, I think. And um, it's at the Blake Library. And it's just, it's one of those events that's brought to us by MCAC, the Martin County Community Action Coalition. And again, it's for youth. They're students for students grades 6 through 12. And they just get an opportunity to really sit down with some folks in our community. There's usually a commissioner, a sheriff deputy, um, somebody from fire rescue. I'm not sure who they've got on their um, panel or moderating panel this time, but I'll, I'll find out some more information for when we talk next week. But um, really just for kids to talk about some adults that maybe they don't have an opportunity to come into contact with all the time, maybe talk about some topics that they you know don't have an opportunity to talk to their parents about or school teachers or whatever so it's usually a really good um it's a really good back and forth conversation 
So I like that they call it a dialogue day. When they first started doing them, I didn't really kind of know exactly how it was going to go. But it's a great conversation, and the kids are really engaged in it. And they just talk about topics of interest, and sometimes it's, yeah, I mean, it can go from drugs to having fun and, you know, just sports and academics. And it, it's just, it's a wide, wide range of topics. And it just gives them a great chance to talk to some adults in our community. Very good. So, I, yeah, it's a cool one. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Lastly, the uh, beach fire permit registration is still going on. Uh, all the way through the month of February, which is the non-turtle nesting season, yes, uh, from five to eleven p.m. Uh, so you can get a permit to start your own, I guess, bonfire. Is it? Is that? Yeah, is so is that what it's all about? Places, yep, they have certain places set up um, on the beach um, with like a, you know, it's like a big ring, and then you put wood in it, and um, it is really. Fun. If you haven't done it, it's a great way to spend with family and friends and just a, kind of a cool way to experience the beach because it's at night. And I feel like, you know, obviously we always go during the day and okay. it's funny and yeah. So check that out. All right. Very good. All your destination you want to go to for all this information and so much more. Martin.fl.us. That's Martin.fl.us for all your information pertaining to Martin County. Our very special guest has been Martha Ann Kness. Uh She's a public information officer with Martin County. Mar- uh, Martha, always a pleasure. Are you going to be in uh, Hotland again next uh, uh, Wednesday as well, or you'll be back? I'll be home. So you'll be in studio, in studio for the year-end broadcast. Yes. All right. Actually, no. That'll be the New Year broadcast. Because New Year's Eve, wow, New Year's Eve is this Sunday, Bonnie, yes. isn't it? That's right. I totally That's forgot right. about that. Right. Wow, yeah. holy Moses. Creeping up upon us. Wow, okay. All right, so we'll see <laughs> you in the new, we'll see you next year. See you next year. All right, take care, Martha. <laughs> bye-bye now. Thanks, guys. Right, bye-bye. Bye. If you're wondering what that noise was, I got the urge to clean while Martha was on the air. <laughs> so I have this. Um, air can. Uh, air can. You know, if you turn yeah. it upside down. I, I uh, just, don't is, steal my is thunder. That safe? Oh. Is that safe on my laptop? Well, what? Can you spray some and we can clean? Yeah, hold on. My I'll do it for you right now. Bit. Don't don't move. Don't move. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah, get a little dust off there. Nice. Isn't that nice? Okay. Sweet. Such and, then, elegant. and then watch what happens when you turn it upside down. Watch this, Bonnie. Watch, Bonnie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, right? it's ice. Oh. It's literally ice. Liquid oh my gosh. Ice. Yeah. Liquid ice. Yeah. You like that? Well, I learned that trick once before. I um I wanted to get funny with that. So I, I wanted to see what it did, and um, I turned it upside down and shot it at myself. <gasps> Wrong thing to do. <laughs> Don't ever take a can so of why air. why would you do that? I didn't know what it did. I was young and stupid back then. That's like, you know, if there's like an electric fence, and you yeah. got to touch it just <laughs> yeah. because it's there. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah. I, I've done that. Yeah. I, I've you done touch that. an electric fence. So I can yes. see the reasoning. Yeah. <clears throat> I wanted to see the re- just what you said. I wanted to see the reasoning about the electric fence. It the curiosity got me. <laughs> the curiosity will yeah. do it. Yeah, that is so my I, favorite book by the way, Curious George and the Electric Fence. Is it? <laughs> so I, I went up to the fence and I just I just I, I did this. I did 
Just like that. Just a, like and a, it a zap, fast tap, yeah, and right? It, it zapped me. Yeah. It literally zapped me. My cousins used to have horses, and there would be an electric fence, and yeah. you, you would go out there, and you'd, you'd have to touch it just because. That's all yeah. I could think of is that scene from A Christmas Story where he puts yeah. his, his tongue up to the, the frozen pole. <laughs> yeah. You know? I, I did that when I yeah. was a child also. I, you I did that. It wasn't easy. It's called <laughs> warm water. I I did that when I was in fourth grade. Uh-huh. I I saw it. I saw it on TV. So of course I when I went outside, I went to the pole. My parents were there when I went outside, and sure enough, I froze to the pole. You want to know a secret? Why? I oh, here we go. Here we go. go ahead, Bonnie. You wouldn't think a girl would do that. Okay. Uh, wait. Let me get wait, the hold right. on. Hold no. on, I got, I got to find the right. I got to announce it, Bonnie. Hold on, we got to do but this I correctly did it. here. I did it too. Oh. I, um, only it was something else. I can't find my music. Oh, oh here it is. Sure he said hold it. on, hold on. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Bonnie Bonnie's, tells the truth. Bonnie's. I secrets. did. I had an experience like Evan, and you know when you got to do it just because. Right, what'd you I do? opened up the freezer and I uh, stuck it to the freezer bar. <laughs> Oh, did you really? Yeah. Oh. No. Well, I didn't lose my tongue from it, but don't try it. That's at when home the freezers had metal on the inside. Yeah. yeah. Right. On that metal freezer bar. And ladies and gentlemen, and that was Bonnie's stuck. secrets. Wow. <laughs> Lord have mercy. When you gotta do it, just because you're you're a stupid kid. <laughs> wow. All right. If you've done something stupid when you were a kid, I stuck my tongue up to a, a car lighter one time. That's not the run. No, you no, did no. Not. Yes, I did. I swear to you, I did. It, yes. Inside one of those yeah, round in the coil, and I, of... and I went and I did it. Oh, you, yeah, you it did not. Hurt like I had a blister on my tongue for about a week or so. I actually, <laughs> I I got curious one year when they used to have those, the, you know, the push-in lighter. Yeah, the car lighter. You push yeah. it in, and yeah. then it stays in until about. it gets hot. Yeah. Yes. And then yeah. it ejects. Mm-hmm. Well, I took it out. And I touched my nose. Oh, you did Because I wanted to know how oh. hot it was. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. I did my tongue, though. That's worse. My oh, cousin um, traveled pain. all the way up to Wisconsin from Illinois with her um, nose in her brother's armpit. Oh, no. <laughs> what? How? Wait a minute. It was. How did I? I can't understand that one. It Was it stuck there or? <laughs> I, I'm I'm confused. I'm sorry. I'm not getting it. Oh, how did that happen? It's just one of those things. Um, you know, the cousins they came up in this big station wagon from Illinois because there were like seven or eight kids. Okay, all my yeah. cousins in that little wagon, and for, <laughs> they pulled up, and for some reason, the brother just started bragging about it, and my cousin started laughing. Her head was in his <laughs> armpit the whole way. Uh, from, Were they sleeping oh. in the car? From Joliet, Illinois, all the way up to they, they probably, Wisconsin, oh. right? They probably fell asleep, or they Nasty. wanted, or they wanted to create a funny, uh, a funny story to make wow. our to make our jaws drop. Yeah, that did more than make your jaw drop and lose your appetite. Yeah, That's right. Evan roll yes, his eyes did. over uh, there. Eight twenty-five. Eyes are watering. They are more than more than eyes are watering in that respect. Because eight. they smell like onion. <laughs> and then you, oh, and then you got to be sure. Oh boy. Cliff is probably falling out of his chair 
in Fort Pierce right now, and our listeners are like, "What has Bill's happened to the show?" Bill's eyes are wide. All right, oh, let's let's get to uh, let's let's get to the news, Bonnie. Yes, yes we do. We, let's yes, get we to, do. Let's now. Get into it. <laughs> let's it's, just roll right into it's it. It's eight twenty-five, and a series of new laws will take effect in Florida as we ring in the new year. The legislation was signed by Governor DeSantis earlier this year. Some of the measures include requiring more local officials to disclose their financial dealings, expanding the move-over law for disabled vehicles, and tightening pretrial release options for certain felony offenders. It will also allow sheriff's offices in seven counties to handle child welfare cases. The new laws will start being enforced Monday. I'm Larry Spillman. Christmas is over and folks are flying home. So far, Florida airports are seeing some delays, but not many cancellations. TSA's Patty Mancha says they're looking up for travelers who act out. People are getting arrested. You know, the airlines might refuse to allow you to fly. And far more people are choosing to hit the highways. AAA predicting tomorrow will be the worst post-Christmas travel day. And police are investigating that officer-involved shooting after a reported shoplifting at a food market gas station in Fort Pierce Tuesday morning. The suspect was arrested after several shots were fired. Though none hit the officer, Deputy Police Chief Kenny Norris said at a news conference the unnamed officer returned fire in the incident and the suspects suffered injuries that are not life-threatening. Norris said the incident occurred at the gas station near St. Lucie County Aquarium, shooting occurring near Museum Point Park, too, where a large police presence was seen near the St. Lucie County Aquarium, though police said there was no danger to the public. And Santa Claus must have been too busy to deliver a big Powerball winner Christmas Day. No ticket matched all six numbers drawn on Christmas, raising the Powerball jackpot to $685 million. Powerball drawings happen every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday at 10.59 p.m. Eastern Time. Well, our news time is 8.27. We'll take a look at your traffic and your weather together next. Time for the Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by our good friends at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold opening up at $2,067.50 an ounce. And silver opening up at $24.06 an ounce. That's the Precious Metals Report. And it's all brought to you by our good friends at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. 
829 right now. Let's check traffic once again. Everything looking good as you walk out the door this morning. If you've got to be to work by 9 a.m. here on the Treasure Coast, you should have no delays at all. 95 Florida Turnpike. Smooth ride in both directions. All your side streets on the Treasure Coast are accident-free. Remember, if you see something, say something. Give us a call. 220-9788-220-WSTU. Up a degree, finally 60 degrees under mostly cloudy skies here on the Treasure Coast. Time for another check on weather once again with WPTV meteorologist Steve Villanueva. Hey there, everyone. Steve Villanueva here, starting off with some patchy fog this morning across South Florida. Temperatures, for the most part, in the lower 60s. Now, as we head into... This afternoon, it's going to be very pleasant. We're talking daytime highs, middle 70s, a very seasonal day, partly sunny skies, low humidity, just a really nice afternoon. Now, overnight tonight, more rain starts to move on in. So the morning commute tomorrow will be slowed and it will be cooler tomorrow, too. We'll have rain through about two o'clock. Temperatures mainly in the 60s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Steve Villanueva on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
Cigna Medicare Advantage. Because wisdom comes with benefits. Benefit options vary by plan and service area. You must reside in the plan service area. Cigna is contracted with Medicare for PDP plans, HMO, and PPO plans in select states and with select state Medicaid programs. Enrollment in Cigna depends on contract renewal. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now, let's get to the program. 8.33 is the official space time right now. And without further ado, Captain Randy Siegel is standing by with the Wednesday morning edition of the Space Report. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, Admiral. Well, sir, everything is going well on the International Space Station. The astronauts are doing their experiments up there. There are no problems up there at the current time. Crews that will be going to the International Space Station have been formed for missions that will fly next year. We're going to see on the Axe 3 mission that Michael Lopez Allegra, a former NASA astronaut, will lead that. Walter Velarde will fly, Alper Gazzaraffini will fly, and Marcus Wundt. So some astronauts new, some astronauts old, and that'll be in January. In February, NASA will launch its SpaceX Crew-8 mission, and that mission will have Commander Matthew Dominic, Michael Barrett, and Janet Epps flying to the space station, along with Russian Alexander Rubikin. So Russian cosmonauts are getting ready to fly. That will be followed by a female Russian astronaut. Very few of those around, but she'll be flying. Marina Vaslavaskaya. She'll fly with another U.S. astronaut, Tracy Dyson, and Oleg Novitsky. So a lot going on for the space station. Get ready for a launch to take place tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, if all goes well, uh, SpaceX will launch its vehicle headed to the internet, headed to space, carrying that space plane. If everything works properly, that space plane will be carried in the nose section of the Falcon 9 from the Cape. That mission is set, as I mentioned, at 8.07 p.m., where the Falcon Heavy will launch the X-37B space plane into orbit. We also have another group of Starlink satellites that are scheduled to launch on the 30th. If the schedule holds together from Vandenberg Space Force Base, the Falcon 9 rocket will launch Starlink 7 through 9 mission. This is where they will include six satellites equipped with providing cellular coverage. So as they fly more, Starlink Internet is going to provide more services. Then in January, January 8th being the target date, the Vulcan Centaur rocket will fly. The Centaur rocket is interesting because the first stage of that vehicle is really an Atlas V. 
the Atlas V that has launched thousands of times before. So it should be really quite interesting as they use new engines on the second stage of the vehicle. Yesterday we said goodbye to Booster 1058. That was a NASA booster that was on its way back to the Cape on the drone ship. Of course, I still love you. And because of the high seas and the winds, it toppled over. The vehicle was destroyed. So SpaceX lost one of its vehicles that had flown 15 times into space, including former astronauts Bob Benton and Doug Hurley. So it has had a storied history, but it is no more. If I were guessing, I would have to say that some space company will buy the booster and then sell pieces of it to the public as collector's items. Well, it might be a great collector's item, but it met its fate having flown 15 times in space. Something you don't see happening very often. NASA's new Viper rover could revolutionize moon exploration with its AI mission, artificial intelligence. The Viper stands for Volatile Investigating Polar the Exploration Rover. This is a rover that will be flying on the second Artemis spacecraft, and it will land on the south Hi everyone, pole I'm Kenna, and I want to introduce the you to the Ninja Double Oven. From there, this countertop it will continue using AI to navigate on the surface to get the most out of the spacecraft. With AI, the spacecraft can dodge rocks. It can move around better on the surface. So we're starting to see AI creeping more and more into spaceflights. In the test flights they've used so far, and the testing that's done on the ground, Viper has proven to be a very good spacecraft for setting new goals and new information. There are private companies that are preparing for the first American moon landing in decades. The first two private American moon missions are set to be launched in January and February of next year. These missions are handled by private companies. One of those missions is NASA's commercial space, NASA's commercial lunar payload service. It was selected to deliver science ahead of the first Artemis astronauts. More than a dozen companies were awarded contracts with NASA to carry science and technology to the moon under the CLIPS program. The Pittsburgh space company, Astrobiotic, is targeting a launch for its Peregrine moon lander no earlier than January 8th, with United Launch Alliance's first mission on the new Vulcan rocket. You've got to remember, as I said, Vulcan rocket is one that's made up of an Atlas first stage and a new second stage. So it'll have some new engines, but it's still been a tried-and-true launcher before. We also know that on Tuesday, China successfully launched a 
launch the March 11 carrier rocket into space, sending three satellites into orbit. The satellite, Cheyenne-24C, will be mainly used for space science and technology experiments. It was the 503rd mission for Long March carrier rockets in this series. China is working very hard on their Baidao spacecraft. The Baidao spacecraft is a positioning and navigation satellite, but it spent stages land in uninhabited areas. However, on the 25th, when they launched the Long March 3B rocket with the upper stage putting the satellites into orbit, the lower stage boosters, the slide boosters, from Long March 3B fell near inhabited areas. This is not the first time that's happened. The boosters landed right near a village and extremely close to individuals. The presence of reddish-brown gas or smoke is indicative of nitrogen tetroxide, which is visible in both the stages, which means that very dangerous volatile material is being released. Not a good thing, but we're seeing that China just flies their missions regardless. If you're in the area that that vehicle's going to land in, look up, because you may be in for a treat or a disaster. So now we're going to tell you a little bit about the Dragonfly mission, and we'll also tell you about a mission coming up for Crew 8 for the space station. So until tomorrow, have a great Hey, everyone. That's Captain Randy Siegel with the Space Report. He'll be back tomorrow morning with the Thursday morning edition of the Space Report. So you know when you hear this music, oh yeah, it's it's embedded in your head permanently. You know what we're going to talk about, right, Phil? That's exactly right. Ellie's Dockside Deli, yes. the second location where they are now serving breakfast Wednesday through Sunday. Bonnie, you see the menu up there. <laughs> Tell our listeners some of those items up there. It looks like some a delicious ham, egg, and cheese bagel, mm-hmm. a fruit parfait. How about some French toast sticks? Mm, you're making me hungry. Oh, oh man. 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 They're at uh, 3565 Southeast St. Lucie Boulevard. They serve breakfast Wednesday through Sunday, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m., they're in the Sailfish Marina, right next to Sanskrit Park. You can call them 772-291-2706. Come by boat, come by car. Either way, you just can't beat the view. It's Ellie's Dockside Deli, 3565 Southeast St. Lucie Boulevard in the Sailfish Marina. And make sure and tell Chef Mark that we sent you. 845 right now, time for a final look at news. Bonnie is standing by with the stories. Well, Evan, a series of new laws will take effect in Florida as we ring in the new year. 
The legislation was signed by Governor DeSantis earlier this year. Some of the measures include requiring more local officials to disclose their financial dealings, expanding the move-over law for disabled vehicles, and tightening pretrial release options for certain felony offenders. It will also allow sheriff's offices in seven counties to handle child welfare cases. The new laws will start being enforced Monday. I'm Larry Spillman. Police in Port St. Lucie are increasing patrols in the town park community of Tradition. WPTV's Joel Lopez was there. At Tradition in Port St. Lucie. I've been here for little under 10 years. People like Malik Mawat say they moved in from Miami to get away from traffic and crime. I want to keep it um, family friendly and safe. But a shooting and thefts in the town park neighborhood. Very surprised. Has raised alarm for both locals and police and are taking action. Seeing the police um, being around is very good. The crime growth is not. Port St. Lucie police say they have 24 officers assigned to the district that includes Town Park and are now ramping up bicycle patrols in the neighborhood. Port St. Lucie is the safest city in the, in the state of Florida. For John Crisula. But now you see everything that's going on right now and you're kind of wondering, is it still the safest city in Florida? He says he went through the sheriff and police academy to volunteer as a citizen patrol. No, I think they need to look at the big picture. I mean, we are getting more and more people coming in all the time. Police say the added bicycle patrols in Town Park will continue through the new year and have been doing outreach to locals who are concerned about recent crime in the growing city. I anticipate it to keep growing. In tradition. But... I hope that it's a growth that's sustainable. Joel Lopez, WPTV, News Channel 5. Matt Napolitano, an anchor and reporter for Fox News Audio, died December 23rd in New York City after a short illness. He was 33. Napolitano had been with Fox News since 2015, starting out as a writer for its Sirius XM channel, Fox News Headlines 24-7. He quickly advanced to serving as a sports reporter for the channel. He left the company as a full-time employee for a few months in 2022, but returned in November of that year as Fox News stepped up plans to expand its audio content operations. Right now, 847 is our news time. We'll take a look at your traffic and weather together for you next. final check on traffic. Got a disabled vehicle, Florida Turnpike southbound. Exit ramp, mile marker 152. The vehicle is blocking the southbound exit ramp, so do use caution as you get further south down into Palm Beach County. Uh, Looks like uh, Florida Turnpike, mile marker 93. Uh, Lake Worth area, there is a vehicle crash as well. Otherwise, everything else looking real good. All your side streets here on the Treasure Coast are accident-free. Remember, if you see something, say something. Give us a call, 220-9788, 220-WSTU. 
Up another degree or two. It's 62 degrees under mostly cloudy skies right now here on the Treasure Coast. Final look at weather with WPTV meteorologist Steve Villanueva. Hey there, everyone. Steve Villanueva here, starting off with some patchy fog this morning across South Florida. Temperatures, for the most part, in the lower 60s. Now, as we head into this afternoon, it's going to be very pleasant. We're talking daytime highs, middle 70s, a very seasonal day, partly sunny skies, low humidity, just a really nice afternoon. Now, overnight tonight, more rain starts to move on in. So the morning commute tomorrow will be slowed, and it will be cooler tomorrow, too. We'll have rain through about 2 o'clock, temperatures mainly in the 60s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Steve Villanueva on WSTUAM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station.
And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is now time for the official top 10 list for Wednesday, February the 27th. And uh, here he is, DJ Philly B. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, from the home office of Yeehaw Junction, Florida. Perfect because New Year's Eve is coming up this Sunday. Okay. Top 10 signs you're at a lame New Year's Eve party. Oh, a bad New Year's Eve party. Yes. Top okay. 10 signs you're at a lame New Year's Eve party. All right. Number 10. At midnight, everyone gathers around to watch your Uncle Frank drop his pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number 9. The champagne tastes suspiciously like apple juice mixed with Alka-Seltzer. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Number 8. The entertainment is a Tupperware demonstration. <laughs> That would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven. The party hats look like stolen traffic cones. Ah! <laughs> okay. Like okay. the cone heads. Yes. Yeah. I think Cliff has one of those. <laughs> Go ahead. Number six. You're playing strip poker and Evan Nine keeps losing on purpose. <laughs> hey, 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 no. That's, Don't give my probably, secrets away. You've probably been to that party. That's probably happened before, right? Goes along right? with a couple of those parties. It goes yeah. along with riding the John Deere naked. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Please. Number five. To give it a Times Square feel. Everyone is groped, fondled, and pickpocketed. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, the hors d'oeuvres won't stop moving. Mm. <laughs> Cute. Yeah, it goes with the alcohol. Exactly. <laughs> Go ahead. Number three, you have to strain the cigarette butts out of the punch. Oh, <laughs> that's just disgustingly gross. <laughs> Go ahead. Number two, grandma keeps offering body shots. There's, there's nothing else. I was waiting for the end. Of no, that I, was like, that was enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. And number shots. one, the creepy guy in the trench coat asks if you want to see the ball drop. And there's your top ten list. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I just I, I I can't get by Granny and the body shots. I just I I can't get by that. Grandma keeps offering body shots. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. That's just not a visual. It's just not a visual. Does she have her granny pants on? <laughs> that's more. Than a, that's more than a visual. Oh Lord! I still have three and a half more minutes to deal with you guys, and we have reached the pinnacle, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. That's um, that's a thing. So. Wow. What you doing uh, for New Year's Eve, Bonnie? New Year's Eve, um, yeah. really no plans yet. We usually well, rumor it has it, Bonnie may be doing a secret concert. Listen in. Uh-oh. You have heard Bonnie oh, Ashley geez. entertain thousands on WSTU Radio. Yes. Now, Fredo Entertainment Productions proudly presents <laughs> Bonnie Ashley Sings the Hits at the Stewart Amphitheater in her first concert appearance. Shirley Jones and me. Shirley Jones and me. Bonnie Ashley sings Bruce Springsteen. Went down in a dead man's town. Bonnie Ashley sings Ozzy Osbourne. Maybe. 
It's not too late. <laughs> it's Bonnie Ashley Live. She will get you up and dancing with her rendition of Michael Jackson's Billy Jean. Billy Jean is not my lover. <laughs> Join Bonnie Ashley oh, as she favorite. sings a duet with Big Kitty yeah. in an emotional tribute to Led Zeppelin. <laughs> this is great. There's a lady, I'm sure. All that glitters is gold. And she's buying the stairway to heaven. <laughs> it's Bonnie Ashley <laughs> sings the hits live at the Stewart Amphitheater. Call 1-800-SING-THIS. You know, Bonnie, there is an extended cut of that is commercial. Yes, of, you, of more singing of you, believe it or oh. not. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. I definitely want to well, hear you, that. You trimmed it down. I did? Yeah. No, I, yeah, I did When I, I sent it to you, oh, you okay. trimmed it down That's a bit. That's pretty yeah. scary if right. there's yeah, more. There was, uh, <laughs> no, it's not scary. <laughs> it's dare, there, daring and scary. Yeah, I think it's like 10 more seconds. Oh, my gosh. You know, of, uh, of Bonnie singing. Oh, I don't yeah. think anybody could handle like anymore. <laughs> hey, listen, we're selling tickets are on sale now, and rumor has it uh, been on sale for three years. Yeah, three years, <laughs> and it's sold. It's been sold out for three years. Oh my gosh! Oh man! Wow. Well, the Wednesday edition of the program has come to an end. This is like one of my favorite songs, and there's a dance that you do to it also. Yeah, it is. It's a great tune. All right, Phil, enough of that. <laughs> you got to be back tomorrow. We can't get enough of Phil. Uh, no, please. Like, one, please. Day, one day a week is enough. <laughs> one day a week. Listen, uh, I'm going to leave you with this quote. Every day is preparation for the next. What you become is the result of what you do today. Always remember that. We're one and done, and we got two more to go to wrap up week number one of this insanity. And then we'll be back next week for another uh, another week of blended show as Mr. G enjoys his vacation. He's probably sitting in his chair smoking a cigar, wondering, what the heck have they done, Bonnie? <laughs> Where's my show? Yes. Anyway, thanks so much for listening in, folks. We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. WPSL Port St. Lucie, the talk of the Treasure Coast. We say Chow Main. Honduras. And Arriva Dirty. And we thank the third person that's been here. Why do we thank them? Because they call me Phil. Thank you very much. Have a great day, folks. <laughs> Thank you.